<clears throat> What's up, people? Hotep Jesus. We back with another sharp conversation with Hotep Jesus. Got a wonderful show lined up for y'all tonight. Shout out to my mods in the building, Raider, Kent the Row. Appreciate y'all holding me down. We wanted to spell a lot of myths tonight. But before we get into that, I am Hotep Jesus, three-time tech startup co-founder. Shout out to my partner, Danny and Riley over at Wazo AI. We do camera vision with artificial intelligence. With COVID-19 right now, we're helping businesses stay compliant with the commies and their restrictions. We got CoinBitsApp.com. A lot of y'all are with us. Some of y'all have told me that CoinBitsApp has helped you outperform the 401k portfolio by investing in Bitcoin with the dollar cost average and investment strategy. Shout out to all our users. We have almost 1 million in assets under management. It's amazing, amazing things were happening over there. Shout out to my partners, uh, Maher and Yusuf. Our goal over there is to hit 10 million assets under management in the next year. So we'll be scrambling to make that happen. Shout out to Jivitai. Shut up, Simone. Bees, my partner Bees over there. She created a beautiful app, Jivitai's. That empowers content creators, lets you download GIFs and videos from Twitter directly to your iOS device. Um, and the Android version is coming soon. Uh, for everybody who's not aware, these interviews are now available. They are now available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please go over there, subscribe. Please go over there and leave me a five-star review. Say something nice. And uh, for the people here at YouTube, Hit the like and subscribe button. Let's bump that algo. And without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest today. The incomparable and controversial Cooley Bravo. Cooley Bravo, what's up, my brother? How are you? I am all as well, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it is an absolute pleasure and an honor to have you on my platform. You know, when I pick my guests... Sometimes people refer to me, but I would say most of my guests I choose based upon how interesting they are, right? Like people I want to learn more about or people that have something to say. And I just love the way you think. It's one of the things I've always respected. You know, as many times as your Twitter account has been shut down, as soon as you come back and I see you, I'm like, nope, hit the follow button because I need Cooley Bravo on my timeline. It's like he balanced. Yes. He balances out the timeline because too many whole niggas are here talking like they gangsters. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, nigga. You ain't like that. It's <laughs> Facts. Hold on one second. I'll be right back. I never do this, but hold on one second. All right, man. I'm shining, ain't I? All right, I'm back. My bad, y'all. My bad. I had to <laughs> had to do something real fast. Cut the AC on, so I don't burn up in here. But let's let's just talk about these hoe ass niggas. I know you mind. You brought it up. We here now. Let's just get right into it. You know, you like I said, you balance out the timeline. You know, I see. You know, you seen what happened with the Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, how that shit developed in the Black Lives Matter and all that, and all these new black niggas hit the timeline. And it's like you come and you balance it out. Why? Why do you feel you need to balance it out? Because these niggas got Twitter personas, bro. That ain't like nobody fucking talk like that, bro. Like, like 
I grew up around niggas all my life. Not to say niggas, black people. Because everybody- You can is. say niggas, I say niggas all the time here. All right, niggas. I grew up around niggas. All this, the, 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 the gender war shit is the shit I hate the most, bro. I said, because ain't no way you niggas grew up around black people. And I'm not even speaking for me just being from the hood, my nigga. Like, because I know that ain't the only black experience. Everybody ain't from the hood. So I get that. But it's black fucking suburbs. It's black. It's all kind of black. Now, I live in a black suburb now. I don't live in the hood no more. Everybody that get a house built around here is fucking black. It's, it's just, it's, it's still black motherfuckers. It's just black people with money over there. Right. So I, I never speak as like my experience the same shit for everybody. But yep. if you've been around black people your whole life, ain't no way you saying the shit you saying. All this black man don't protect black women shit. Where you get that, bro? Where mm. you get that goofy ass shit? Then the niggas, the beta male ass niggas that want some e-pussy be back in the shit. I say, you niggas are the ones they talking about as the weakest links. Mm. When shit pop off, y'all ain't going to be on shit. It's going to be a niggas like me. They always talk about a race war shit. Y'all ain't going to be the ones. It's going to be niggas like me. Mm. Me and my goddamn rocket launcher and my guns. That's who it's going to be. It ain't going to be you think piece ass niggas. Like what y'all like? What are you talking about? And then you a black man saying black men are weak. It's like, shut the fuck up, nigga. I'll punch you in your face, nigga. Like, why is you saying that? Don't nobody talk like that. Right. Say that shit in the barbershop. Say it. Say it in the barbershop. Like, that, that's why they say that shit. Mm. I'll be like, bro, you niggas do not be around black men because if you was, you would get your ass whooped. Mm. Saying shit like that. Mm. I mm. said, we can't be the weakest link if everybody going at us. How we the weakest link and y'all on our neck? Mm. Y'all, y'all want us to die out because we don't play that shit. Mm. That's something deep you just said. How are we the weakest link and y'all on our neck? Yeah, they want us to go away, but we ain't, nigga. <laughs> like, you can't, you, you can't. Real niggas, like, like I, I hate to use that term, too, because people misconstrue it. Like, real niggas just being true to you. But these niggas, you're not, that shit not genuine that you're saying. You don't, like, you don't mean that shit. You're saying this shit for retweets. This fucking social media got these new niggas fucked up. Mm. I said, that's the shit get your teeth knocked out, nigga, because you're saying some bullshit at, for reaction. Right. Do it in real world. If that's how you feel, why you? I don't never hear nobody talk. I ain't never had a motherfucker call me a weak link ever. I see this. Shit. I said, how is this shit so common? And, and like, I see it so much. I'd be like, well, why ain't nobody talking to us like this in our face? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Say it to me. Yeah. Tell me I'm a weak link, nigga. I go back to jail on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's the difference between whole niggas. And real niggas, I'm gonna tell you like this. I always say the average person is pussy. You could take a random person up the timeline. All these motherfuckers that be saying they on the front lines for black, that's the shit I hate too, because they talk about black men like we pussy or something. That's what make me mad. Yeah. I said we might be the least pussy demographic on the timeline. Who the fuck is you talking to? Mm. You don't talk to no black man like this. You ain't talk to no real niggas like this. You might be you might be talking to one of them Twitter do your thing, niggas. You ain't talking to niggas like me like that. And racist people the same way. They know who to talk that shit to. I ain't ne- I never experienced that racism. I never had a motherfucker call me boy, nigger, none of that shit. Because you can look at me and tell I don't play that shit. I, it, it's a it's an aura. Like real ain't it ain't it, it ain't on you, it's in you. Like, niggas know. You can catch the vibe that I'll fuck you up if you do that bullshit you talking about. Like, 
I ain't like I don't play none of that shit. It ain't gonna be on Twitter do your thing. It's gonna be it's gonna say Chicago man slaps the shit out this cracker. More at ten. That's all you gonna hear. It ain't gonna be no Twitter do your thing, nigga. Like I do I do my goddamn thing by myself, nigga. And I think I think the average black man is like that. If you don't think black men protect black women, go disrespect that nigga niece or his mom or his auntie. Do do that and see record it for me. Record and send me the footage so I can. I want to see something. Mm. Let me see something real quick. <laughs> like, that's what I want to see. If we, like, if we so weak, like, what's, what? Ain't nobody trying us. Ain't nobody trying us, but pussy motherfuckers and the system. <laughs> like, because we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's so real. Because I never, I never could see that in the black suburb because i had both experience i had experience in the suburbs mostly white suburbs but they got black sections and then i've you know i got experience in the hood right. and we've never allowed black women to be disrespected by nobody ever nigga you know how many you know how many other black men here that had cracked over a woman most of the shit that happens in the streets be because of a woman these niggas don't be fighting over money and shit it's always a bitch it's a woman you like mo- nigga Fucking empires have failed over fucking women, nigga. Like, what are you talking about? Like, mm. what, like, what are you talking about, bro? Mm. Like, like, and niggas don't like to admit it. A lot of this shit is just over pussy, right? A nigga will crack your fucking head open, <laughs> like, like over a woman. Like, that's how I ended up on the timeline protecting a black woman. Motherfucker said something to my girl. I went and cracked his fucking head. Like, watch your fucking mouth, nigga. <laughs> That, like, that, that happened. Somebody was saying something about your woman and you met him in real life and cracked his head open. Yeah, the Quan nigga. <laughs> oh, I remember that, yeah. The one who was like, well, that's when Whit and Bagger like, beat his ass, babe. Yeah. And it was so ignorant. Beat his I ass, Cooley. It. <laughs> it was so ignorant, but I, I had to. Like, it's, it's lines you don't cross with me. And a lot of niggas, that's these new niggas don't have that. I said... Maybe they not protecting black women, but because you are with, you are surrounded by pussy niggas. Mm. Every nigga that walked through, like, I'm gonna tell you something else too. This is why the frontline shit is crazy to me when people say this about black men, because I think we are the least pussy group of men on this earth. Okay. We don't give a fuck. But when they say on the front lines for us and shit, I'll be like, the average person is not ready to die. Right. Are you ready to go right now? I ain't even ready to go, but I ain't, I'm not scared. Like, I I die behind, I mean what the fuck I be saying. I die behind the shit I be saying. Right. Most of these motherfuckers tweeting that shit, you ain't ready to die. You ain't ready to stand on that. You ain't ready for a race war. Because motherfuckers, truth be told, white people gonna get the square niggas out of here. Mm. They is shooting fucking rifles at 10. You can't even hold a nine, nigga. So what are you talking about? You ain't ready for none of that shit you talking about. You just you just talking. I hate motherfuckers. You don't you don't you don't talk with purpose, nigga. You just talk to talk. You ain't saying nothing informative, and you you, you ain't saying shit that's real. It's not genuine. You saying shit, and then y'all doing. If y'all so pro black, how can you hate black men? Oof. If y'all so pro black, how can you date? How can you hate black men? Mm, quotable. Can't be pro black. Just say you a misandrous bitch that the niggas don't fuck with. Because that's what it be, be some deep-rooted shit. Oh, a black man called me fat. Well, bitch, are you fat? <laughs> Looks like it. You mad at black men because we tell the truth? Okay, so okay. 
I had black women do all kinds of dumb ass shit to me, set me up all kinds of shit. I don't hate black women because I know too many good black women. So I would never fix my mouth. I've been on Twitter for 13 years. I ain't never made a black women are trash tweet. Like, I, I don't talk like that. Who the fuck talks like that? My mama black, my nigga. Why? Who talks like that, bro? Nobody talk like that but these new motherfuckers. Like, shut up, bro. Like, what is you talking about right now? Uh, what are you talking about? And then I'm rambling and shit, but the shit real. But no, the shit, no, the shit real. The fucking Malcolm X shit blows me because Malcolm, one of my favorite niggas. I, like, I love history and shit. I, niggas won't guess that about me, but I like history. But they fucking quote the, that's where they got the black men don't protect black women shit. And I was like, that's not what he said. He basically was, he said, it's crazy because right after that, the nigga said, we will kill you for our woman. Why the fuck y'all stop at that the black woman is the most unprotected? And that's crazy because that's what he said. The black woman is the most unprotected. But he was, he was saying that because they only have us as a line of defense because they fucked in the system just like we is. So right, they only right. have us. Everybody else got all kind of shit. A white woman could call the police on me right now. The SWAT team gonna come, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they gonna do. Like they like like they they miss first of all you misquote when a nigga who didn't fuck with y'all anyway because it be sex workers saying that shit. If you feel so unprotected, why are you in one of the most dangerous lines of work? Start there. Ooh. Start there, Ooh. motherfuckers. Stop fucking for money. Because if you if you really want to quote Malcolm, let's go to his fucking look at his quotes on look at his views on whorehouse culture, bitch. Mm-hmm. He didn't fuck he Malcolm X would have seen these bitches on the time like be like, what the fuck are you doing? He ain't tell us to protect y'all. He was a Muslim. They women is the most conservative motherfuckers out there. You think he talking about y'all? He ain't talking about y'all. He was speaking at a black man funeral that got murdered by the LAPD. And y'all quoting, how you gonna quote some shit from a black man to disrespect black men? Uh. You look like a fucking, bro, you goofy as hell. This shit goofy. Like, you, you look stupid because you don't know what he said. You read the whole fuck. If you, you, you don't even gotta watch it. Just read the whole speech. In the same speech, he says, who taught you to hate your own race? Mm. Why y'all quote that shit? That's in the same exact speech. Matter of fact, to get to the part about black women being unprotected, you have to hear that because that part is before that. He Uh said, who taught you to hate your race? Mm. That's what the name of the speech is fucking called. Who taught you to hate your fucking race? He talking... To, he don't even fuck with the people that's quoting it. Like you don't even know you miss you 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 not educated. You misquote. And here I am, a street nigga who read these fucking books. And I'm like, bro, what is up with y'all in this in this bullshit? He never said Malcolm literally never said black men don't protect black women. He never said that. Where did y'all get that shit? It blows me because y'all are supposed to be fucking smart. I barely fucking graduated high school, and I'm over here like that's not what happened, nigga. What are you talking about? He didn't say that, nigga. Read the book. We got audio books now. You ain't even gotta read it. You can listen to the goddamn book. Mm. Stop saying stupid shit. Uh, uh. Yeah, so- <laughs> I, I knew this interview was gonna be classic. Well, goddamn, we fifteen minutes in and it's going on. Well, blow me with that shit, like. And then, oh my god, motherfuckers talking about our ancestors. These, this, this is some new nigga shit too. We are not our ancestors. If I see you, if I ever see one of you niggas in that shirt in person, I'm going to rip that shit off you. 
Because y'all got my answer. My I was raised with my grandparents, my nigga. They was Black Panthers in the Chicago chapter. Don't you ever disrespect my fucking granddaddy and grandma. My granddaddy would probably still kick one of you niggas' ass. Like, stop playing, man. Like, stop playing, bro. It's fucking... It's, and that's how you know the shit when that long ago. We're still niggas that was Black Panthers walking around. Even mm-hmm. though the FBI destroyed them because another coon-ass nigga like you gave them a drop. That y'all the niggas that fuck up everything. It's y'all niggas. Y'all are the new niggas that we don't fuck with. Uh. Y'all the mole and the... Like, oh my God, I hate these niggas, man. I hate to say it, but you niggas make me sick, bruh. You make me fucking sick. Shut up, bruh. Stop misquoting Malcolm. Stop saying we're not our fucking ancestors because you're implying that our ancestors was pussy. If it wasn't for them, your goofy ass would be sitting on your fucking rose gold iPhone talking shit and you ain't never did nothing in your life. You ain't not even, half of these motherfuckers not even confrontational. You uh. could take the average person off the timeline and ask them to fight me and they wouldn't even fight me. Uh. You won't even fight me. So how the fuck you gonna start a revolution? Keep your fucking snarky ass quotes and your fucking t-shirts Take that stupid square ass shit off because you not like that. Uh, you not an ancestor. You damn right you not because you ain't about shit. Uh, How was the era of Twitter do your thing talking shit about any kind of confrontation? Y'all won't even slap the crackers calling y'all niggas. That's all I need to go back to jail. Call me, call me a nigga. Ah, put your ass down in this Taco Bell. Ain't gonna be no video. I'ma rock your shit. <laughs> And if any white people watching this, I don't hate y'all. I don't hate y'all because a lot of people think I hate white people. I don't hate white people. I feel the same way as Malcolm. If you ain't fucking with us, get the fuck on. I don't beef with you, but I don't fuck with you. Like, like, and you know what? I didn't talk too much. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cooley, this is, this is why I appreciate you, right? Because if you don't exist, people think that black people are like these 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 black liberals online, right? Yeah, like Jamila Lamusty and the and the other stupid bitches. <laughs> J- Jamel Hill. Oh my God, I hate that bitch. <laughs> that bitch so stupid. She just said some bullshit this last night. I said, oh my God, this liberal shit is gonna be the end of you motherfuckers, man. The LBJ, like, the LBJ thing, right? Bro, yes. I said, do you know what the? F-? I said, he the reason you niggas are so content with certain shit, and that that's when I, a lot of shit that I read about presidents made me realize I'm not a liberal. They just put that shit on you because we from the hood and we disenfranchised that we liberals. I ain't no motherfucking liberal. Oh. I, I, I look at the shit they be doing. I said, liberals are actually pussy. I can't identify with pussy niggas. Y'all be begging white people to disrespect you. I want to be treated equal to the white man. Why? I don't want equality, nigga. I want justice. It's a difference. You don't know what you want. You don't want equality, nigga. You want justice, but you don't know how to articulate that shit because you a dumbass. <laughs> I don't want to be treated like white people. You know what we did to them niggas in prison? Take your shoes off, white boy. I don't want to, I don't, I don't never want to be treated like a white boy. Oh. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to be, no, I, I, I like being a black man. Mm, mm, this is some powerful shit. All right, so let's backtrack a little bit because you were touching on um, them, these, these, these so-called black men saying that black women are unprotected. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like they're doing this because they don't get no pussy and this is their only way to even sniff some. 
and, and it's crazy because this shit been going on since the end of time. You know why, man? <laughs> I'm about to slander man for a little bit. Okay. Because slander is actually means say bullshit, but it's some truthful shit. Men are chameleons. Why? Why you think? Why do you think women's intuition don't work on men? Women's intuition work on everything except men, because <laughs> they can't tell when a nigga ain't a piece of shit. We are able to be chameleons, and because you know what's crazy? That's interesting. Men actually listen to women. Women don't listen to men. Mm. The reason why men able to do the shit we do to women is because we listen. I'm like, oh, she like when niggas do that. Okay, well, I'm gonna pretend to be that nigga that gets some pussy. I used to be good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was good at it. But they, but I said, those are the niggas I be trying to tell y'all about. And every time one of these simp ass niggas get a, get a, get a reputation for being a, a male feminist and shit, he a rapist. Yep. Every time. Yep. I, I told you the nigga was funny. You overcompensating because you ain't gotta do all that to get a girl attention. If you can't, if you can't garner attention by being yourself, then maybe you just a lame nigga. <laughs> Maybe you just lame, and that's that's okay. But don't be saying bullshit to get these niggas be doing it for retweets. They ain't even doing it for pussy no more. They doing it for retweets, um, which is <laughs> you worse. You a fucking sucker. You you ain't got no dignity. Where your dignity, nigga? Be a man. Women don't like that shit in real life. I swear to God, they don't. Nope. I don't give a fuck how feminized every 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 woman want a strong nigga that's gonna be down. Because guess what? You fuck with one of these niggas and motherfucker disrespect you, he gone. Pew, you on your own. Them the niggas don't protect black women. Mm. Do it with me though. The nigga you don't like, the nigga who you say a misogynist. Tell, tell my girl or my niece or my auntie or my mama, just say some bullshit to her. I'm gonna be looking for you, nigga. Mm. And you're gonna, you gonna pay for the fuck you said. Mm. Cause I'm a protector, I'm a protector. And that's a that's one thing, and and this gonna lead to another subject. I'm gonna connect all the dots. Okay. This is why women like street niggas. Mm. We are we are phenomenal protectors. We will fuck you up. <laughs> that's that's for all the square niggas that go. Well, why do why do women like thugs and niggas from the hood? And it ain't it, it's not it's, it doesn't it, it doesn't have nothing to do with the hood. It's just most men from the hood. We'll fuck you up and they feel safe with us. Uh, uh. I wasn't the richest nigga walking around the hood. I wasn't the most handsome nigga walking around the hood. You know what I had? That fucking reputation. You with me, you good. And nobody fuck with you when you with me. Mm. That's what it's, it's called security, nigga. Women like security, nigga. Mm. And you niggas don't provide that. Y'all mm. just hoes tweeting all day. Y'all sound like women. Y'all sound like fucking women. Every time I look at one of them whole ass tweets, I'm like, is this a woman? It's a grown ass man every time. What the fuck are you doing? Go build a house like one of these bitches said. That's what you go do. Go do that because you look like a real bitch right now. You look like a hoe. Like you look stupid. You don't even look like, what do you even look like a woman? Like there's a difference between a woman and a bitch and a hoe. You look like a straight bitch. Like you look like a hoe, right? Like shut up, nigga. Be a man. Where's the dignity? I say that word so much on Twitter. Where's your dignity, nigga? You don't stand for nothing? Like, what's up with you? Yeah. You a self-loather? You just talk. It be black men saying black men ain't shit. No, nigga, you ain't shit. And I kick your ass if you said that in person, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Don't say that. Don't say that. And that's why I hate the internet. I like the internet, but I hate it. I hate it more than I like it because the internet 
social media basically it gave square niggas a platform to disrespect real niggas without confrontation. Mm. It gave y'all, it gave them a voice. I will beat your ass if I ever seen you. Mm. Yeah. But the shit don't work on me because I'm more, I'm wittier than these niggas. That's why niggas hate me. I beat your ass and flame you on Twitter. So <laughs> you lost on both ends with me. That's why niggas don't like me. You can't, the, the blue checks can't race on me. They can't fuck with me. I be fucking them up. That's why they took my last account. I ain't never seen a nigga get suspended for this. I'm gonna tell you on my account from 07 to 2017. Goddamn, that shit had 100K followers. I was fucking feminist up daily. Nigga. <laughs> I was getting 10K on their ass every time. <laughs> Twitter had to change their rules because of Cooley Bravo. Yeah, they changed them. That like I fucked, I fucked up the balance. They was like, man, who the fuck is this nigga? Yeah. <laughs> every day the blue chest just losing the battle. They're like, damn, that nigga killing y'all. I said, yeah, I know, because I'm funny and I'm telling the truth too. <laughs> yeah. Send me an email talking about you have too much negative influence. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Black feminists got too much negative influence. You ain't got to follow them though. Right. You mad because I got followers and I think the way I think I said this is they they like this gonna sound funny, but they really try to silence a nigga. They yeah. didn't want that shit on they, they didn't want that shit in their algorithm. They oh this thing going viral everyday shitting on feminists and 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 uh, liberals, we don't need that shit. Get that shit out of here. They ain't like that shit. That's true. Jack, you, <laughs> you said Jack what? Jack is a bitch. <laughs> I, you know my name. I know you know my name. <laughs> he see that. I remember one time I tried to come back to Twitter. I uploaded a picture with me and my Cooley Bravo hoodie. That motherfucker, it got deleted because of the picture. I said, oh, he recognizes. The Twitter recognizes. It recognized the fucking logo. Uh, I said, oh, oh, I, I, they got eyes on me. Okay, that's why I switched my fucking name and all that shit. Yeah. I, I do like three VPNs and shit to get on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still there kicking their ass every day. I'm like, you ain't ever gonna get rid of me. I'm gonna come back. Yeah, I remember when, you know, you had, you used to go viral every day, like you said, 10K retweets on them. And they were losing, they were losing that culture battle, you know? And when yeah. that band come, that band came, they tried to say it was for white nationalists. And I said, leave the white nationalists alone, because what they're trying to do is they're trying to silence and censor people like Cooley Bravo. It's, they're trying right. to censor black people that's going to stand up to them black liberals. Right. That's what it was. I said, no, nah, I said, that ain't what it is, because I get called nigger all the time. Mm. Matter of fact, I tested their suspicion system. Motherfucker called me nigger one day. I said, let me see something. I reported it. This tweet doesn't violate any Twitter policy. I said, oh. Me being called a nigga by a white boy doesn't violate, but me telling a black feminist you on some bullshit and getting 10K retweets is bad. <laughs> because you you are, I'm not lying on the bitch. I'm not, I don't, I don't tweet for the retweets. Right. It's just so true for everybody. Like, oh shit. <laughs> right. So I don't get it. I really don't get it. I was like, I think that band was for anti-liberal. Matter of fact, I'm not even anti-liberal. I asked somebody the other day, what is it called when you think liberals and conservatives both dickheads? And they said a centrist. And I was like, I guess I'm a centrist then because I would, say, I would say you got common sense. Right. That's what I said. I said, I think it's just common sense. Like, I don't have to belong to shit, my nigga. I learned that in the streets. Right. <laughs> like, you don't gotta belong to shit. Nigga, I'm me. Like, I don't have to belong to it's like that's what it is. It's a fucking game. 
Liberals is a gang. Conservatives is a gang. Right. Black Lives Matter is a gang. They they a bitch ass gang, and I'm gonna talk about them later. But right. yeah, all this shit, all this shit. They hate Bloods, Chris, Blood, uh, GDs, and Vice. So I say y'all do the same shit. Y'all gang up on a nigga because they don't you don't like what they say. That's gang mentality. Mm. Well, I saw a GD nigga, and I, I ain't like he had on blue and shit. I said I'm about to go get that nigga. Let's attack him. Right. <laughs> They do the same shit. I said, this shit is a gang, bro. Everything is a gang in America. Like, all this shit is a gang. That's, that's exactly what I said. You was a smart nigga, yo. Um, I was on, uh, are you on Clubhouse, that new Clubhouse app? Uh-uh, I ain't even heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's this new app. It's getting popular. Shout out to Nerd. He got me an invite, but it's full of these black liberals. And I've had maybe two or three conversations with these people, but... um, I'm going to go destroy that shit. Uh, yo, let's let's do it. I'm a, I'm gonna get you an invite. We gotta get you on there because these niggas is the worst, and they lead. And the problem is, you notice they're the leaders of our community now, as far as politics is concerned. That's what fucks me up. I'd be like, you, I, and that's why I say, black black community is not a a patriarchal society. It's not. It's matriarchal. Yeah, our leaders are all women or bitch niggas. <laughs> because if it wasn't. Why isn't Dr. Umar one of the niggas that they uphold? Ooh. I ain't heard that nigga lie yet. Ooh. He turned into a fucking meme, though. He a meme. He a reaction video. Right. Why that nigga don't, like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I was, I was in one of those rooms. I'm glad you brought that up because you just remind me. I was in one of these clubhouse rooms, and they said something about black men. This is deconstructing the patriarchy. And I was just listening because I'm trying to understand what's wrong with these emasculated niggas. And he said, deconstruct. I'm like, what does that even mean? And the black community is matriarchal. It's not called Big Papa's house. It's called Big Mama's house. <laughs> like, every, look, look, at, look at how they do NBA players. Niggas get drafted. Take a picture with mom. Niggas got dads there. They dads be there. They be like, oh, he grew up. You be thinking these niggas grew up in a single parent household. The nigga dad over there. They just like the sob story. I said, like, they, like, like, it, it's, it's so weird, bro. I said, we're we not even a patriarchal society. I said, and even if we was, what is wrong with that? Uh. I said, because the reason why women don't like patriarchy is because they don't get the benefits of it. Because patriarchy says men pay all the bills and that's patriarchy. Men paying all the bills is patriarchy. Right. But you like that shit though if a nigga pay all your bills. You get, like patriarchy. Get you, you a Birkin bag. Yeah, you just ain't had none of it yet. That's all it is. Ooh. You just ain't you just ain't you ain't just ain't got a good taste of some some good old patriarchy. <laughs> that's what you that's that's what they really mean to say. They mean to say I don't benefit from patriarchy so I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. That's another reason why I say women don't want to be treated like men. I say, you know why? I remember talking to this girl. She said, being a man is easy. I stopped her. I said, first of all, you can't say that because your only point of reference is being a woman. Mm. You can't even, you can't even, you don't know what it's like to be a man. Right. You is or you ain't. Right. But she said, being a man is easy. I said, I said, the reason why women don't understand, well, the reason why women think being a man is easy is because we're not allowed to complain about how hard it is to be a man. Mm. We're not allowed to complain. That's where the that's where the phrase "man up" come from. That's where it comes from. Because we, you win the last fifteen minutes as a man because you like to complain. That's female's favorite shit. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So you can't you can't say being a man easy because one of the as soon as you start playing, shut. Let me tell you what Brenda did at work. Man up, nigga. Shut up. There, <laughs> <laughs> what fuck somebody did to you at work. So no, you wouldn't last as a man. Like you said, shut up, nigga. <laughs> I'd be like, bitch, you don't even, you don't know the half, my nigga. <laughs> you don't know the half of being a man. You said previously a podcast called you a sociologist, and you definitely are because that was a bar you said before. You said the only reason why they don't like the patriarchy is because they've never had a chance to benefit from it. They've never had a man take care right. of them. They've never had a man pay their bills. They never yeah. had a father. Right. And you know what else is patriarchy? When, if this if 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 this house kiss is on fire right now, <laughs> hmm. guess who's gonna be the last one they try to save? Mm. The man. So you don't want to be treated like a man. Mm. If if a fucking when the Titanic was sinking, what they say? Get the women and the kids. <laughs> mm. You don't want to be treated like a man because patriarchy is getting the women and the and the kids first. The yeah. men are on their own. You on your own. <laughs> right. That's what patriarchy is. That's, that's why when I said, no, you don't hate patriarchy. You like it. Because you want a timeline talking about, find me a American. Broke bitch, find a nigga that can afford one, and then you can have one. Get you a little taste of patriarchy right there. You would like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You would like if a nigga bought you a Birkin. Instead of, instead of let me get on the timeline begging for a fucking pair of J's. Like, nigga, make some money, nigga. That's what niggas gonna tell me. Word. <laughs> I ain't looking for those bitch to buy me now. Like, like y'all, y'all don't want to meet you like me. Like, because, because the crazy shit is, y'all living like men. Because don't nobody really fuck with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody doing shit for you because you you live in the life of a man. Ain't nobody fuck with you. Ain't nobody paying your bills. Ain't nobody doing shit for you. You on your own, bitch, like a man. So yeah, you, you yeah. <laughs> Let me get the man life. Welcome to my world, bitch. No Birkin. <laughs> Hustle, hustle, and get your own Birkin. If I want a Birkin, if I want a Birkin, I if I want a Birkin, I gotta go get that motherfucker myself. Go bake some bread. Mm. Real talk, real talk. Let me get into the super chat. Shout out to Justin Nine 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 Super Chat. He said, "Uh, now I'm gonna read that one last. Let me I'm read that. I'm gonna read this other one. Fifty Shades of Saul G. He said, uh, they used Breonna Taylor situation to say black men don't protect black women. Those same women don't realize he fired on the cops because he heard somebody he break in. And then he didn't even take the plea deal to lie on her to get his time reduced. If they ain't a real nigga, I don't know what is. It's a little stupid, but I get it. You did what he thought he a stand up nigga. Yeah, they said black men not protecting black women. Meanwhile, Breonna Taylor was in a situation where a black man was trying to protect. Her. Right. They using her name and the nigga in there with a gun shooting back. Right. And they tried to bury him because he didn't die. That's what Malcolm X was talking about. He didn't say black men don't protect black women. He said y'all were the most unprotected because y'all only have us. After us, it's over. Y'all ain't got nobody else. That's the irony in it. All you got is us, motherfucker. Who else coming to your aid? Nobody. <laughs> Bars. Bars. Uh, Justin nine 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 super chat. He said, uh, "I remember when Cooley tweeted that he'd beat the shit out of twenty four of his followers to honor the late Kobe Bryant." Laughing my ass. <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually had beat up about thirteen people from Twitter over the last thirty. That's damn. I average a person a year. They wasn't all. They all wasn't every year. But yeah, I beat. I didn't beat about 12, 13 niggas ass for real. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a lot of people forgot about. I think the most memorable one is Quan because it the video. Yeah, the <laughs> was, video. The video was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> and you be giving niggas warnings too. You like that's your first strike. Right, I'd be like, watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm trying to stay out of jail. Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> Don't say that. All right. All right, next time you say something on your ass, then 30 minutes later, where you at, nigga? Since you keep talking. Uh-huh. I, I'm not going to tweet you all night. I don't, I don't do that. I don't like to talk to niggas. Twitter finger. Yeah. That's um, let's, talk, um, let's talk gang culture, right? You are actually um, a member of, I believe, the Vice Lords? Yes, sir. Now, now, what's the difference between Vice Lords, Bloods, and Crips, and so forth? Uh, well, Bloods and Crips is, is originated in the West. Okay. So they red and blue too, just like us. They was more color bangers, like you know, if you got a red or blue. But in Chicago, it's crazy because Vice was actually around before all this shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is this is 59, 1959. Started in 59. Uh. Actually, it's crazy because a lot of gangs will start it to protect the neighborhood. Right. But we'll come back to that later. GDs and Vice Lords, we both they we rivals just like Chris and Bloods, but we were started. Chicago and shit, and it was the same thing. It started for the neighborhood. I think I actually I don't know, I don't know if it's right, but but I think Crips and Bloods. One of them came from the Black Panther Party or some shit. One I think it's the Bloods. From, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know which one because I ain't from Cali, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of ours came from protecting the neighborhood, and we just got into it. And uh, the differences is which side you bang to. Like, cause a lot of people used to ask me, if you were blood, why you bang to the left? I said, first of all, Vice Source was here before Bloods, but we both wear red. Mm. In part five, but we both wear red. And the the it because people was like, oh, I remember somebody asked me, was I a blood and why is my rag on the left? When I, I used to color bang. Color banging in the, uh, in Chicago really stopped in the 2000s. Like, you wouldn't even be able to tell what gang and nigga had to be honest because we got smarter because the police fuck with us. Right. So, I'm like, no, I'm a vice from Chicago. I'm not a, I'm not a blood. <laughs> like, but I did used to be flamed up and shit. But I think they, it's crazy because they all started with the same purpose. Protect the fucking neighborhood. Right. That's all it was. And they criminalized us because of what niggas in the hood have to do. A lot of this shit is the inner city. But it started for a good cause. But a lot of niggas, it, I don't know, I actually don't know what the fuck happened. I just know, I don't fuck with GDs because it was a war between us in the 90s. Okay. This is when Chicago was actually fucked up. 900 murders a year and shit. 800. <clears throat> I'm a child scared to walk to the fucking bus stop. I shouldn't even have to understand that life. So, it, it fucked me up because we moved from the west side into the middle of a GD neighborhood. I say, you know that I'm gonna fucking die over here. <laughs> Why did you move over to the south side of Chicago 
I'm like, oh my god, that's why I can fight. I used to fight GDs every fucking day. Okay. So I, I got to a point where I could fight two of them. <laughs> 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 used to beat the shit out of me. My nigga, I am seven. Why you beat my ass over a Bulls hat? Cause it's red, nigga. I like the Bulls. I like Michael Jordan. It's the '90s, nigga. Everybody should have this fucking hat on, nigga. Like, what are you doing? Like, I was, they was tweaking with me all the time. I said, why are you tweaking? And that's the reason I started carrying a gun. Motherfuckers mm. didn't want to fight me. But uh, the biggest difference is just, you know what's crazy? Ain't no difference. We okay. all the same. We all stand for the same shit. But niggas lost their way. Now the new niggas think it's just about killing and robbing and selling dope and shit, which, which is, I dabbled in all that too. Like, I ain't going to act like I'm a saint, but had to get money, nigga. When you right. turn 18 in the hood, <clears throat> If you ain't got a motherfucking mixtape or scholarship, nigga, what we, what we doing? I'm on the block, nigga. Like, that's what I did. I, I was trapping. Like, shit. Luckily, I found rap and shit. I, I was one of the lucky niggas, to be honest. <laughs> like, mm. And niggas would even, if you look at my life, niggas would even think of my life as lucky. But to grow up in Chicago and be able to go lead that motherfucker based on a talent I have is dope. Like, so mm. when niggas be talking about Chicago now, <clears throat> Especially white people, they love to throw Chicago on that shit. <laughs> I feel like Chicago is actually better than it used to be. It's better. It's not. It ain't. It ain't eight hundred. I remember one year it hit like seven. That that shit was crazy. I don't yeah. know what year it was recently, but seven hundred is is that's 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 like uh, okay. And the reason why people focus on Chicago is because it's because the gun laws in Cali and New York, which are the two biggest cities. They fixed their crime. It went down. Chicago was still up here, 700, 800, 900. Hey, what the fuck is wrong with Chicago? It's the third biggest city. So now everybody's, everybody's zeroed in because it's like, okay, the third biggest city in the country is still losing their goddamn mind. What, why didn't the gun laws work there? Right. Because niggas don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> niggas don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, and, and I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. The government is with this shit too. And people think I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I'm not. Yeah. I, motherfuckers drop guns off in the hood. Yes. They definitely, and they, Chicago's one of the main, because most of the guns in Chicago don't come from Chicago. Mm-hmm. They don't come from Chicago. They That's come right. from Indiana, Wisconsin, Ohio. Like, you read some of these serial numbers to see the manufacturer. These shits ain't made in Chicago. Mm. None of these shits. Chicago shouldn't even be as bad as this, but you know what? They want us, you know how Furious Style said in Boys in the Hood, they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah. And we fell for it. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling you before we, we got, we went live, um, there's an article on Business Insider from 2013 that talks about uh, El Chapo and basically the United States government uh, gave El Chapo carte blanche in Chicago. They basically said, look, we know you smuggling drugs and guns and you're doing all this gang activity, cartel activity in the United States, we're going to let you slide as long as you just do it in Chicago. Now, yeah, I, that's what I was telling you. I said, y'all, if you, you can Google this shit. From 1985 to right now, the most total murders was always New York, LA, Chicago. Right. We, was all, like, we was always top three, if not number one, every year. You know why? Because it's big, nigga. It's, it's three million people in Chicago. That's why it's so much murder. I said, but the reason why people zero in on it is because the, the murders in New York and L.A. died and are staying the same. They only fuck with us because the gun laws didn't work. 
That's all it is. Right. Like, that's really all it is. I said, but it's because it's actually better. And I and, and another thing people don't, this is why people think I'm a sociologist and shit. I said, look at what happened. They tore down all the projects in Chicago. Okay. A lot of spike happened in a in a, in a when drill music came. It's spike because now you're from a certain place and now you don't know where niggas at. They tore down all the projects. Now you live next door to a nigga you just shot at. Mm. You don't know where niggas at no more. It's like stepping in an anthill. They they stepped in the anthill of Chicago, tore down all the projects. Everybody was displaced. I'm living next to niggas. I, I lived around a corner from niggas that shot my mama house. Uh. Niggas from all the way on the north, and they they live around a corner now because they tore down all the projects. And I said, y'all don't look at what happened in Chicago. Nobody ever talk about them tearing down all the projects in Chicago. Right. All the projects. That's what the fuck happened. Uh. Are you a sociologist? No, nigga, I was there when it happened. <laughs> what you talk about? Now you got to go to school with these niggas. It used to be segregated. It was segregated. The GDs is over here. The Bicos is over here. The Moles. Everybody was. They was at where they at. If you want to go see them niggas, you went over there. Mm. Now everybody lives together. Crime jack up. This is what oh, what year was that? Two thousand eleven, I think. That shit jumped back up. And they were. That's when I was like, this shit like the nineties again. Mm. I said, oh. Yeah, that shit really fucked up everything. They, they fucked us. They did it on purpose. Yeah, that seemed like that seemed planned, you know? Like like the powers that be ain't stupid when they when they make decisions. They know yeah, what's gonna I, happen. Why did y'all tear down all the projects? Y'all built the motherfuckers. <laughs> Government housing. Why you tear down your shit? What was you what was you doing? You ain't put shit else right there. What was you like? What was you doing? Yeah. They Niggas ain't new mall or nothing. So what did y'all do it for? Instead of upgrading them or, you know, updating them, they ain't do none of that. Ish. I think they was trying to gentrify and it didn't work. It worked in some areas, but Chicago was a hard place to gentrify because niggas don't care. <laughs> mm. Niggas gonna hustle to afford that shit. They gonna be like, nigga, I can still afford this. I'm yeah. not going nowhere. Cause I just robbed a nigga last night for 50,000. <laughs> That's the, like I think what well, I think the street niggas kind of outsmarted them. That's why they was like, "What the fuck is happening? Why we can't fix Chicago? You can't, nigga. You can't. Right? Corrupt. Corrupt system leads to corrupt niggas. Like we live, we live there, so we gonna do y'all bullshit, and we gonna bullshit you back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Real talk. So I'm not sure if you wanted to expound more on. Gangs originally designed to protect the neighborhoods. Is, is there more you wanted to say on that? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna speak from my gang. Okay. Because we it, it, it was for a neighborhood like every other gang. Um, we got into it with the GDs, of course. Um, and that was the night that beef really. I don't even think that, I don't really see that beef no more because Chicago turned from like a gang. It's still gangs, but the gangs went from like affiliation to neighborhood. Okay. See, now you got hybrid gangs. Hmm. Now you got niggas who GDs and vice. Like, I'm cool with GDs now. Okay. I have friends that, but they was, but since we was all from 71st Street, we was all together. Right. And that's how it originally started. And that's one thing 
thing I do admire about the new niggas, they neighborhood is now they shit now. Instead of, oh, I'ma just, since I'm GD, I'm cool with all GD. I'm like, no, it's some niggas in your gang that's bitch ass niggas and you might need to whoop their ass too. Right. So it went back to like a neighborhood thing and that's why I think it, it kind of made it worse too at the same time. <laughs> why do you think it made it better though? That's an interesting. It because you have to be because you might be protected. Okay. Because I know you couldn't fuck with nobody on my block if we if, if, I, if we standing out there, ain't nobody gonna fuck with you. Because a lot of niggas, most I think most niggas are affiliated in Chicago, so you, you really can't escape it. But like I'm, I'm gonna use my two little brothers as an example. Neither one of my brothers is street niggas. We from the same projects. Neither one of them is street niggas. Okay. They both college boy nerds. They both went to some college and they, they, like they stayed away. And I'm, I'm I'm actually glad that they didn't follow me into that bullshit because my baby brother tried and I didn't let. And they grew up to be. They never had to deal with none of that bullshit. Right. They never had to carry a gun. None of them. Niggas don't even probably don't even know how to shoot a gun because that wasn't their shit. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Niggas probably they never drank, smoked, nothing. Like they they complete squares. So I was kind of happy for that, but but since you live on this street, oh them Cooley brothers, don't fuck with them. They get that. They they get that reputation. And that's what being a protect back to being a protector. It it it, it bleeds out to everybody. Right. They want to see me for real. Mm. <laughs> you fuck with me, you know I'm coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the perks of having a motherfucker that'll die behind some shit. Like, you need niggas like me because when shit hit the fan, guess who pulling up? It's right. going to be a nigga like me. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> the last nigga you want to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Let's speak to something that's near and dear to a lot of people's hearts, right? And, um, Kind of two things I want to say about this. One of them is there's a lot of innocent civilians that get killed in Chicago, little girls, little boys. And then uh, so I want you to speak to that point, but I also want you to speak to the point where people say the only time black people protest is when uh, a cop kill them. And that's just not true. Yeah. All right. Man. So. It's a part about Chicago that make me mad. Niggas, they not real shooters. <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's wild to actually say that because shouldn't be no fucking shooters. But niggas <laughs> 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 as real shooters to get who they after. Like, these niggas shoot houses, they shoot cars, and she don't know who the fuck in there. You know, they don't get the nigga that, that did the bullshit. And you know what's crazy? Some of these niggas deserve it. Mm. Like, I remember this one day he got killed for raping a girl. I was like, fuck him. Right. Might not need to go out like that, but the world better off without him. Why are you touching on kids, nigga? Mm. But a lot of times niggas don't get the motherfucker that be doing shit. <laughs> and that's, it, it, I'd be like, damn. It's a dangerous fucking place to grow up in. I'm surprised I lived through that shit because I remember a nigga from the gang unit told me I was gonna live to see 18. And I was 17 when he said it. Mm. I was like, damn, that 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 was the first time somebody ever said something to me that made me go, what the fuck? How did you process how did you process that that statement in your in your mind? I think that was the first time 
it was impactful that the cops said it. <laughs> because I don't think the police. I was like, I was like, damn, I'm wild like that. I'm, I'm out here tripping like that. You don't think I'm 18? It's six months to my birthday. I said, oh shit, what the fuck? And I, I, I sort of got, I thought about, I think about this shit all the time. Every time my birthday passed, I think about that shit. That nigga don't even know that shit stuck with me. That nigga said, you know, let say 18. I'm 31 now. Uh. I heard that shit when I was 17. I said, what the fuck? I said, you guy I'm like, ain't nobody fucking killing me, nigga. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> I said, ain't nobody fucking killing me, nigga. That made me extra aware. I was aware of my surroundings and shit. Right. I'm like, man, I was like, Crazy shit. Say it to a seventeen-year-old, <laughs> but and it was a cop. Yeah, it was a cop, Officer mm. Hall. I will always remember that nigga for saying that. And mm. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "Who was he? Eighteen? I don't know if he meant it or he was just trying to fucking scare me." Because I didn't care when he said it. I said, "I was like, man, fuck out of here. Get my ID back." <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you're not gonna live to see 18. I was like. I was like, what the fuck, nigga? Get my ID back, nigga. What the fuck you? I was like, I that was some crazy shit. But anyway, back to my point. Mm-hmm. They kill little kids and shit, and they, they. It wasn't like that back in your day. It wasn't. Like, innocent people got hit, but niggas was. Niggas was more accurate, is all I'm gonna say. Uh, okay. <laughs> niggas, niggas will get you if you did some bullshit. Now you might get away with it because niggas can't shoot you. Right. But, yeah. And you said even if you you said uh you know y'all had a certain etiquette where if you saw a brother with his kids, it was like, all right, I'm gonna let you slide right now. That's why I said niggas who was born in the eighties and nineties, I think we was the last niggas with OGs. I don't think these new niggas got nobody. Like it's because they destroyed the Chicago, like gang gang the gang community was that was really a patriarchy. Larry Hoover is a fucking legend in Chicago. Right. So they destroyed all that shit. They broke all the gangs, and now the gangs is at war because now everybody broke. Mm. Crack era, once everybody had niggas get rich, niggas went to jail. All the new niggas is like now the niggas who are grown around this time are my parents. If you was born in the late '80s or early '90s, these are your parents. And that's what I'm talking about, the crime bill gangsters. That's some bullshit. But anyway, <clears throat> I think that's where they get that fatherless shit from, too. Because a lot of 90s, the late 80s and 90s babies, our dads was in fucking jail because of the crack era. Right. What you going hustling. They hustling. They was trying, they probably out there for us. They was out there for us. Like, so, back to my point, like, these niggas, the new niggas just don't know shit. They don't, I, I, I would never fuck with a nigga. I remember I seen a nigga lacking, Walmart. This is like 08, I'm like 19. I could have knocked this fucking head off. I seen him pull a little girl out the car. I said, oh, catch him another time. Mm. Mm. Because I will leave that motherfucker fatherless, but I ain't gonna do it in front of her. <laughs> that was my mentality. Right. I will, fuck you up. I will knock your shit back, but I can't. I can't do that. And they say street niggas don't have a heart. I be like, nigga, I let so many niggas slide, bro. I'm not an evil nigga. I'm not evil. I might be a little fucked up, but I ain't evil, nigga. Like, I ain't gonna shoot you in front of your fucking kids, nigga. Like, but like, shit like that. Niggas don't care about that shit no more. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible, man. And I think you got a good point. <clears throat> 
it's a lack of um having the OGs there, right? The OGs are yeah, sort of niggas who was born in the fucking sixties. These right. niggas in the 90s. So these are these are niggas who were born in the 60s. It was a more of a community thing. Mm. They understood the youth is the fucking future. You don't do shit like that. Like now we all did some bullshit. Everybody was in the gang did some bullshit before. We all did some bullshit. But I ain't never tried a nigga when I was with this girl, even women. Women and kids was always off limits. Right. These don't give a fuck. You can be with your fucking grandma, nigga, and shoot. And that's the disconnect between, well, I guess I'm a millennial. I'm 30. I'm like, yeah, I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. Mm-hmm. Gen Z, these niggas born in 97. You dead, nigga. <laughs> like, they don't have no conscience. Like, they don't give a fuck. Are they high? They, they off Molly and all kind of bullshit. They don't lean. They don't give up. They drunk, high, fucked up. Yeah, it's different they, drugs they doing now, too. Back in, you know, back in the day, I, it wasn't, you know, the same. Yeah, cracking heroin, and the worst thing you could be back then was a fucking junkie. Right. I was always, like, we didn't smoke though. We sold it. I was like, I didn't. I, I never wanted to. Like, I never. I never even smoked weed until I was like twenty-two. I never touched drugs because the the OGs always like, we don't never get high off your own supply. Like, we. I never. I never was like, I took drugs. And because and a lot of niggas get killed because they be high. They be out in the streets, high, drunk. They don't know, they don't see their surroundings. I'm very aware of everything. I watch cars to this day. Even though I'm in the suburbs, I watch cars. I watch the way motherfuckers driving. I look at motherfuckers. I make sure I'm, I'm, I can see everybody around wit and duty. Like I make sure I can see everybody. Like, I always been like that because that's some street shit. And my motherfuckers might say it's paranoid, but it worked. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Like, like, I, I, I'm not. I might be more pessimistic than optimistic. I don't trust no fucking body. <laughs> it's it's better to be safe than dead. Yeah, but yeah, because that shit at the end of the day to protect you. Because I I can pull out a gun and smoke a motherfucker before they kill you. Because I was on point. <laughs> right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Um, let's speak to the point where they say black people only protest uh when a cop kills. That's not true, right? At all. Zero percent fucking. I tell you all the time. Um, Chicago not as bad as it was. Y'all crying about five hundred murders. Yes, every murder. Nobody should be murdered unless you fucking touch your kids. Right. <laughs> you can go to hell with your kids, but motherfuckers don't deserve to be murdered. Like most people don't deserve to be murdered. And they always white people like to do this shit. Liberals and conservatives. I'm talking to all the white people. Not yeah. it ain't no y'all. Ain't nobody. Say, oh, I don't do that. Y'all all do it. Yeah. I see motherfuckers lives matters in their bio do the shit. Y'all be on that shit. Y'all and white people know they white at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that people about black people. I'm gonna talk about that later too. Anyway, motherfuckers act like like we enjoy motherfuckers getting killed in Chicago. No, it's fucked up every time. It's mm-hmm. every time somebody gets fucked up, like damn, right? Like it, it, and especially when it's kids, like it's candle lights and shit all the time, bro. And they got like, if you want to know one of my favorite groups in Chicago, it was called Mass Mothers Against Senseless Shooting. The girl who was the co-founder actually got killed. Mm. I know that. This is how fucked up Chicago is. It's not as fucked up as it used to be, but it's still fucked up. You know how many of them groups it is? Mm. Rhyme Fest. If y'all fuck with Kanye, Rhyme Fest actually is one of the leaders in in that area, like in the 
stop the buy the shit. He's one of the involved niggas. Common YouTube, I don't know what he's doing now. Um, but yeah, niggas like it's all kind of fucking just all you gotta do is Google anti anti-violence groups in Chicago. You're gonna see a hundred other bitches. I always tell people we probably got the most fucking stop the violence campaigns all the time. You know how many stop the violence parties I didn't do in Chicago? Mm-hmm. I used to host parties. That's what I used to do. That's how I used to get paid. Host fucking parties at club. Niggas shot up a stop the violence concert one day. <laughs> I said I got on the microphone, and I said, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck y'all doing? What are you doing? Like, stop, my nigga. Like, you tweaking. Like, why are you tweaking like this? Like, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with nigga, man. Yeah. Some niggas, Dr. Umar said somebody didn't have to die when shit pop off. I guess it's niggas don't, niggas don't. If you never go out of, go, go out of that street shit, you're you going to die and go to jail. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I think the problem is the media always puts the microscope on Black Lives Matter, but they never show groups like you were talking about mass, Mothers Against Senseless Shooting. And you know why? Because I'm finna slander Black Lives Matter. Okay. All you Black Lives Matter motherfuckers watching this, shut up. What am I saying is true. It's bullshit. Any organic Black movement is destroyed by the government. That's mm. why the fact that Black Lives Matter lasted this long should give y'all a red flag. Google George Soros and learn your fuck. Look who started shit. Because, and, and you know what? There was a real nigga involved who I think, I don't think he started, but he is the foundation for this shit. Darren Seals, RIP nigga, because he was the nigga, he, he was like me. He didn't give a fuck, but he was, he, he knew his shit. And I don't even like to say the word woke because you shouldn't get a title just because you fucking know what's going on in the world. That's just that's just knowing your shit. Right. Darren Seals, like, I'm gonna get back to Darren Seals anyway, but it was the Black Lives Matter shit ain't did shit for black people. Mm. They love that movement, but act like ain't shit ain't going on in Chicago. These is non-profit organizations. Black Lives Matter is not a non-profit. They got bread. They got bread from y'all black asses. Y'all gave it to them. Over a hundred million. Y'all gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Aaron tried to tell you motherfuckers before he died. It's bullshit. He was there, just like I was there in Chicago, telling you niggas about this bullshit. Any, I, I'm gonna say it again. Any black organic organization gets destroyed. You know why you don't see no fucking black panthers around no more? Because the FBI went in there and said, "Get this shit the fuck out of here." You think they'd be painting Black Lives Matter on a fucking street if it was an organic black situation? Uh, uh, fucking government payment. Uh, white people got y'all money. Stop giving them motherfuckers money. The slogan is cool. I fuck with the slogan because Black Lives Matter. They it do matter, right? I fuck with the slogan, not the corporation. It's a fucking corporation. They got your money, right? And what, what has have anybody that support Black Lives Matter lives changed since this shit started seven years ago? Just have a, any of have just, any of changed. Just the founders, one of them got a Ferrari, another one got a, a, a Warner Brothers film deal. Of course they're going to take care of the coons. <laughs> the, the token niggas. Oh yeah, get that one. To, you raise a hundred million, I got a car. That's what you got? Off the de- off the backs of black men, you got a fucking car off of that? Mm. You got robbed too, sucker. Mm. 
for some Italian trash. Fuck a Ferrari. Mm. Ferrari's trash. I used to work on cars. Some shit's trash. Mm. Got Italian bullshit. Because, like, come on, man. Like, this shit is, oh, my God, I hate these niggas. But these niggas so lost, bro. I'm going to start sounding like Loaded Lux in a minute. <laughs> these niggas, man, y'all gave them motherfuckers 100 million. 100 million. Mm. You gave white people 100 million. Them motherfuckers owe us. Yeah. They owe us, nigga. This our shit. Yeah. Indigenous people, the motherfuckers, and then they try to trick you like we was just an African nigga. We was everywhere, nigga. We was here. For, we was here already. They try to they try to act like they went to Africa and deboed us. No, nigga, we was here, nigga. Facts. That shit. These niggas act like oh, white people are. They just went up. No motherfucking white people ain't. They took some. They took some. I ain't gonna lie. They went over there. Yeah. Nigga, we was already here. Yeah. We indigenous people too. Yeah. To put that shit on, they try to separate us Native Americans. Nigga, we black people was here, bro. Yeah, man, bro. You know the funny thing about the slave trade is <laughs> You said what? I said white people the goddamn invaders. Right. We the settlers. That's what they like to say. <laughs> they sound like the we was canes. We was settlers. Oh, <laughs> some bullshit. And you, you y'all won. I y'all y'all took a dub. But niggas know, like real niggas know, like come on, man. The funny thing about the slave trade is they talk about taking slaves from Africa and bringing them to the West, but they don't talk about how it started from taking black people from the West and bringing them back to Europe. And a lot of people don't talk about that. And it's just, this is just common sense. Um, oh, they got them, them European motherfuckers. They got them motherfuckers. They be talking like white people. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with these niggas? The black you know? Europeans? Yeah, I mean, what the fuck is up with y'all, nigga? Y'all be, they be on some bullshit. And I, I don't like the, I don't like the black argument and shit. But niggas over there across that water, they be saying some bullshit. I said, y'all might be the most brainwashed. They were, they almost worse than liberals. Uh. They, they right there with liberals. Like they say a lot of bullshit. I be like. If you cover up the Abbey and look at the shit they saying, they sound like the racist white people. I'm like, nigga, are you you black? Why are you tweeting this? What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? <laughs> these European niggas, these niggas be saying some bullshit. They be like, African Americans are dirty monkeys. I'd be like, what the fuck is what? What are you talking about, nigga? I said, what the fuck is like UK niggas is wild. Damn. Like they be crazy shit. Black Lives Matter is the end SARS motherfucker just got into it. I was sitting there back watching. I said, both of y'all dumb as hell. <laughs> both of y'all dumb as hell. Y'all both look stupid. Y'all look like some stupid ass. Y'all look like what white people call y'all sometimes. Well, they both controlled by the same ideology. That same liberal, progressive, socialist ideology. In UK, right. South Africa, and America, they're all college educated by the same liberal. The fucking book emoji in the Abbey. Get that shit out of here, man. Like, <laughs> shut up, man. Like, uh, they got them European niggas good. They got them good. Yeah, they got them before they got us. Um, I want to talk to the point where Black Lives Matter, right? You remember when they first emerged on the scene and on Twitter and all of that. And it's funny because they built their brand off of the death of black men at the hands of us. Yes, off, off of us, right. And then turned around 
and switched it to affirming the lies of LGBT and black men ain't shit. After we was the ones dying in the street. Thank you. And I'm gonna give y'all motherfuckers some stats. Since, since, since feminists, now I'm on feminist ass. Okay. Black feminists need to shut the fuck up because the dynamic between black men and black women is not the same as white people in fucking, like, it's not the same. Mm. Because I hate to even admit this, black women are ahead of us in everything. Mm. They mm. are ahead of us. Yes. So the feminist, because most feminist arguments don't work against black men. We get black men, here go the stats for your ass. Look this up if you're watching and you don't like what the fuck I'm saying, because I got facts for your ass. Black men get killed the most, yeah. incarcerated the most, and deny employment the most. So we do not benefit from a patriarchal fucking society. Mm. Mm. If you want to do the way that argument, white women and Asian women make more money than black men. Mm. So stick that up, you stupid ass. How about that? So, so where is your argument for black men? Because uh, cause, oh, historically and currently, black men are the most disenfranchised demographic. You just don't hear it from us because we men, we not allowed to complain about it. Right. We have to sit back. We being in fuck the most. Yeah. But when they, and it's crazy because black women like to do this shit, and I'm not slender on black women, I love black women. Don't ever think I'm slender on black women. Right. They always post that black women are more educated than black men when you argue with them. Yep. You're admitting ahead of us in everything. Everything that you list. Well, we the only race where that dynamic exists. And we the only race. So why, if you have a problem with patriarchy, why the fuck you talking to us? Uh, white women benefit from patriarchy more than everybody. Oh. Oh, but then your allies and your sisters, guess what? Didn't 66% of them bitches vote for fucking Donald Trump? Uh-huh. They told y'all they was white first when they did that. Didn't they tell y'all that two-thirds? Since y'all hate Trump so much, go uh-huh. with the motherfuckers. But you want to talk about the 17% that are blaming and fuck with Trump. Get your dumb ass out of here, man. Stop tweaking, man. If that's the case, 83% don't fuck with them. And I don't give a fuck about either one of them. They both trashed me. Well, you talking about this 17% and your fucking allies is two-thirds of why he got... White women put that motherfucker there. Uh, Not black men. Don't ever fucking talk to us. It's more black women than black men. It's, we, it's, not, it's not enough of us to oppress y'all. Mm. It's not enough of us. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. 12% of the fucking nation and out of that 100%, 5% is black men. Come on, it's not enough for us for you to, to even say the word oppression to us. Nigga, we in the same boat with you. As a matter of fact, you on the side of the boat that's not fucking sinking yet. Mm. We in the fucking side where the fucking water is at the fucking knees. Mm. And y'all ain't talking shit about us. Shut the fuck up. Mm. Come on, man. Like, it, it blows me, bro. It blows me. And that's why I fuck with the hotel women, because the hotel women will tell you in a minute. Our black men getting fucked worse than everybody. Even us. They'll tell you in a minute. They'll tell you in a minute. Why y'all why y'all talking shit about our men and the fucking white women is over here? They benefit from patriarchy. That's why they don't give a fuck. Trump said he grabbed pussies and 66% of them said, fuck that. I'm still white. 
because they know they they know they roll. They, they like, and I hate to even. Oh, I'm not even bigging up white people because I don't hate them, but I'm not gonna shit on my people to give them a boost. But right, you just calling it how you see it. The thing about white people, they know they white first. Right, and they do this. Intersectionalism is gonna be the death of niggas. Ooh. Stop trying to include motherfuckers in our shit. Mm. Why you always want, I'm not a person of color, nigga. I'm black. You don't fuck about no Mexicans. I'm sorry to my Mexican homies, but you ain't, your shit ain't my shit. Yeah. I don't care about fucking, I don't care about the wall Trump building. Fucked up, but y'all shit. Do your movement. Do your your shit, man. Like, get, get, get it, pull your... Like they be telling us, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, nigga. I'm about my people, nigga. I don't fuck. I don't. I don't. And then it crazy. Why are you letting people call you colored, nigga? Right. Why you, nigga? This is the shit our ancestors was getting away from. You might as well bring back the colored fucking water fountains. Oh, this is my water fountain. It says colored. That's how you niggas sound. Don't call me no fucking person of color, nigga. I'm a fucking black man, nigga. Stop playing with me. I'm no fucking person of color. Cause you know what that allows. That allows motherfuckers who not, it, they be like, they be like people of color. This motherfucker be Indian, white passing Indian, talking about person of color. Uh-huh. Kamala is a perfect example. This Uh-oh. bitch said she Indian American for 20 years. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, she's the first black woman to do it. Ain't this bitch whole family white? <laughs> Y'all said defund the police, but vote for the police? You want Biden in that bitch? Biden, the reason I can't vote, but you want niggas to vote for him, right? That's cra- the, the, it's crazy, like paradox type shit. Like they be like, who who vote for nigga? I can't vote because Biden made the crime bill in '94 when I was five years old, and then I went to fucking jail as a child at 16, and now I can't fucking vote till I'm 35. Do you hmm. see what the fuck I'm talking about? And I truly be told, black people gonna hate me for this. Trump is not the Trump is not the most evil nigga running. It's Biden. Uh. I even got a history of fucking black people over. You was in the Clinton administration, you was in the Obama administration, and now you want to come back. This is your third go-round, and you don't have no history of helping black people. Uh. You fucked us with the crime bill. Uh. My daddy went to, let's think about how crazy this is. I was five in 1994. Innocent as hell. Caught my first charge at 16. Two felonies at 16. Why didn't I go to juvie with the white boys? Uh. You know why? Because I was a black boy selling dope instead of a white boy selling dope. It's white boy, it's white boy dope boys out there. Black black people ain't the only people selling dope. Right. I sat in court and watched niggas who watch white people who sold dope get probation and walk out. I had to go sit down for two years. Got out at 18 and a half. Life ruined as a teenager already, already because of a fucking crime bill. It's the reason I can't vote now. Charge you as an adult. Yes. Why do you go to juvie like the white boys? How do you see a case? How do you see two, two, how do you see a white teenager, a black teenager do the same shit? Oh, give him nine months probation, a year. Oh, you're going to jail though. Right behind each other. I said, what the fuck? What did I what I do wrong? I said, was I too good at selling dope? What, what, what was that? I was like, 
Oh, I gotta go to jail, jail. So I'm not going with the kid. Oh, I gotta go with the grown man. I said, oh, that woke me up real quick. Mm. It woke me up really quick, my nigga. Like, it, it fucked me up. I said, oh, this is what my fucking grandparents was talking about with that Black Panther shit. This is when my reading comes in at 16. And I look at how they treat us. I said, oh, you motherfuckers. That's why I go so hard on motherfuckers. I said, this shit. I said, fuck Biden, nigga. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that police bitch who just started claiming she was a black woman. Vote Trump, nigga. Since y'all want to get mad at some, vote Trump, nigga. <laughs> what the nigga talking about? I don't like either one of them, but don't, I don't fuck with Joe Biden. Y'all talking about defund the police, but a vote for a fucking, the, they the feds. Right. Right. It's in your face right there. Y'all want us to vote for this mother? I don't give a fuck if she was charcoal black. Fuck her. He did some bullshit. Yeah, niggas on death row innocent and didn't deny evidence. This is a prosecutor. No black person should like a prosecutor. Uh. Have you ever been in the courtroom? People who work for the state are fucking Satan. Yes. I've seen prosecutors. I've been in court many times about to go to jail. Prosecutors will... Say the worst shit about you. They dare destroy you. Motherfucking, I, I hate, I saw a black prosecutor on my case. Luckily, I got probation on my last felony because I got three felonies. I only had one felony as an adult. Hmm. But the bitch, it was a black woman sitting there and I said, which is crazy because a black woman defending me used to be a prosecutor, but she didn't, she, it was so evil, she was like, she became a defense lawyer and she ended up being my lawyer. She's the one who got me off. Okay. So I this black girl, I said, You dirty bitch. You gonna send me to jail? That's what you like to do for a living? Like, that's this your shit? This your passion? Uh-huh. You like to do like, man, oh, uh, come on, man. Like, you want to also vote for a prosecutor and nigga that wrote the crime, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, think about that. Think about everything black people went through in this country with the government and a black person signs up to work for the state to lock black people up. That shit is crazy. Damn. You know the crazy shit? I'm going to tell you the reason I got dreads right now. Everybody know me for my high top and shit, right? Right. I had to cut my hair off. This is a black woman telling me this. The, the the prosecutor that turned into a defense lawyer that was my lawyer. Okay. The reason I cut my hair off and came back with dread, she said, cut your hair. I said, why? My high top was like this tall, nigga. Like, this shit was off my head, like a, like a foot. She was like, uh, the state looks at black men with urban haircuts as more dangerous. And it looks like you don't care. I said, my fucking hair? Cause my hair grow upward, I gotta cut my fucking hair. So I cut my hair. I had a season for a minute. Okay. I said, that's crazy how motherfucking a haircut can get you sent to fucking jail. This is like, true. For being black is fucking crazy. I said, nigga, I gotta cut my hair. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? I got two homies that had the uh they were facing both of them facing gun charges and both of them had braids and they had to cut their hair when they went to trial. Yeah, lawyers will tell you if you're a black man and you got any type of urban haircut, dreads, high top, motherfucking designs in your head, they can be like, nigga, shave that shit off because these fucking motherfuckers gonna bury your ass because you look like a rapper or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then, you know, it, it, it's, it's wild. Um, damn, what the fuck I was about to say? Fuck, oh, I had a good ass point. I forgot about to say. Can, can, it'll come back to you. Kent the Row 199 Super Chat. I appreciate you, homie. But that is so wild, man. You know, you got to cut your hair. Um, you got a black prosecutor. Then we got people wanting to vote for. It's just wild that she she got awards for being an Indian American. This Kamala woman. Yes, bro. <laughs> then you look at her family. How do you value anything black? You chose to. I'm not gonna like. All right, I'm not against interracial relationships, but a lot of interracial motherfuckers be weird. Like they do a lot of weird shit. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at her family. Why is your family? I said the way you. Your 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 job looks like your life because you out here hustling for the white motherfuckers. Yeah, you are working to provide for some white motherfuckers, which is not a bad thing. Go do your shit for your family, but you are instrumental in the destruction of our fucking communities. Like like you, you heard about the bitch. Doing the shit with the death row niggas. Hmm. And she had information that would get him off because he was innocent and she wouldn't provide it. She buried it. Hmm. How was that legal, right? Like, how was that legal? But now all of a sudden, she's the first black woman to do. Bitch, you was Indian American this whole time. Why are you black all of a sudden? Now all of a sudden, she's the first black woman to be. I said, I really hope this country. Is more sexist than it is racist because that bitch don't need to be in there. <laughs> don't need to be there. I promise you, she don't. And Trump, Trump made a good point. And a lot of people be like, is Cooley a Trump supporter? Is Cooley a conservative? No, nigga. I'm from the hood. Why the fuck would I ever identify with some rich white niggas? Think right. about what you think. But at the same time, shit that makes sense makes sense. So the nigga said, you know, and another thing about Trump, Trump is the first, even though he might have been lying, Trump is the first president in my lifetime to say, I'm going to do something for black people. Mm. Nobody else ever said that. Mm. Even though he lied, I know he lying, but I never heard a president bold enough to say that. Obama wouldn't even say it. Huh. I remember a nigga tweeted, Obama would have gave us reparations. Nigga, in 08, before he won, he said, I would never give black people reparations because that is giving them a head start over everybody else. Nigga, how? This the nigga y'all adore and love? This nigga trash. Every time, every time somebody come with a plan specifically for black people, they always be like, oh, I would never do that for black people. Why would, why would I do it only for black people? Well, look at the reparations list, nigga. Everybody. The fucking Holocaust didn't even happen on American soil and they got reparations. Mm. Mm. What the fuck is that? Mm. But you can't, but black people say, you know what? We deserve to be compensated for what we contribute to the society. Oh no, fuck that. We'll never do that. Hell no. Think of some other shit. And there, and, and, but y'all trying to include other people with our shit with this people of color shit. They won't even listen to us. Oh fuck, they gonna listen to them for. Right. They don't fuck with us, bro. I said, I said this is why. Niggas like me need to be around because y'all niggas is not paying attention, bro. Uh-huh. You, niggas, you niggas so blinded by your hate for Trump, you're not listening. 
Trump says some slick. Trump say shit that's is it be one liners, but it be so important. Like it be funny, but I know what he talking about. So niggas don't. They be like, why is that funny? Cause I be like, I remember a nigga said, if Joe Biden's elected, the USA gonna have to learn Chinese. It sound like some random shit. Right. But they don't know that he was referring to China. Own us. To be real, they own us. Yeah. China might be the only country able to fuck us up if some shit went there. That's why the USA don't want no fucking problem with China. Right. And then, even if you a dumb nigga, look on all your shit. Look, look on all your exports. Imports, all imports, your- imports. Look at all your imports. Look at your Nike slides, nigga. Look at your t-shirt. Look at your fucking jersey. This jersey I got on probably say China on the motherfucker. Look at your shit. I said that wasn't a random tweet. He's saying he's throwing sub- it's subliminal. You have to know what's going on. He said if Joe Biden's elected, the USA is gonna have to learn English. I mean uh, Chinese. Yeah. And everybody was like, what the fuck is he talking about? I said, I know exactly what he's talking about. I know exactly what the nigga talking about. He know China owned us. Yeah. yeah. Biden's a bitch. And like he gonna he gonna do some. I don't trust that nigga. That nigga got dementia, bro. Right. That nigga said, I remember this nigga said, we're going to end Joe Biden. I said, nigga, you Joe Biden. Who, did you, are you reading the card, nigga? I was like, what the fuck? He said, we are going to beat Joe Biden. <laughs> You're Joe Biden. What's wrong with this nigga? I said, is he high? What's wrong with this nigga, bro? I said, he don't even know what's going on. And then a the nigga said the crime bill was a mistake. Like, he accidentally wrote it. Like, he felt like, oh, oh, I wrote a crime bill. Like, no, nigga, you did no purpose. You just don't like that you did it. There's a difference between regretting something and a mistake. A mistake is if I accidentally knocked this fucking cup over. Like, oh, shit, I knocked the cup over. Nigga, you deliberately sat there and wrote that shit. Don't say it was a mistake because you don't like it now. Like, you, you, because you're still talking to politicians, nigga. Right. They will say any motherfucking thing. Kamala was calling this nigga racist. She called. She was calling her running mate racist. What last year or when, a few yeah, months? Yeah, right. Early this year, late last year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like this bitch was saying he was racist <laughs> just earlier this year, and now this is running mate. You running with a racist fucking president? That's what you telling me? That's is that, is that you all? Even if you had my boy, you would have lost it right there because you 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 just showed me you wasn't silent because you will side with a motherfucker you think is racist to get in the office. Uh, uh. You better be part of the fucking patriarchy so bad that y'all hate that you will lie and turn on your own fucking values because you don't stand for nothing. Mm. I would never turn on some shit I believe to get a higher position. Y'all niggas, niggas don't have no dignity, don't have no respect, they don't have no fucking nothing. Y'all don't, y'all don't got no backbone, y'all shit. Y'all, y'all, you niggas jellyfish. You don't have nothing back here, nigga. You don't have nothing in your back that stand, you don't stand for nothing. You yeah. a bitch. Yeah. It's funny to me because, you know, people like HUD talk all this shit about white supremacy and racism, then go marry a white man. Whole family fucking pale. <laughs> Why does this fucking iPhone charger or this shit? Motherfucker. That's what fucked me up. I said, why? And that, I think that's the reason why she never called herself black until recently. She was always Indian American. That's okay, you spicy white. What did that mean to me? But now you're black. Now you wearing Tim's and shit to New York. Now you, now you cool and shit. They be insulting us. How was the, how was the generation offended by everything 
not offended by this shit. It's the same shit Hillary did. Look, this bitch Hillary was nay-naying. Mm. she keep hot sauce in the bag like black people, only people eat hot sauce. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Y'all not offended by that shit? Yeah. Democrats do a whole, the pandering shit I've never been for. Yeah. Don't tell me. Tell me you listen to Tupac to get closer to me. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Did you catch Tupac's message, nigga? Uh. I don't give a fuck if you listen to him. Are you are you, are you hear him or is you listening? Mm. Y'all, they, th- they throw out shit like that. But I don't give a fuck if you listen to Tupac, nigga. Because if you listen to Tupac, he didn't fuck with you. Mm. He didn't fuck with you. Tupac was talking about shit like this 20 years ago, man. Yep. yep. 20, 20, 24 years ago now. All right. Man, um, I was talking about like, like the bitch said she listened to Pac in '86. I said, "Bitch, Tupac was a child in '86." What are you talking about? You, you literally just lying. Stop lying. I know all politicians lie, but she telling disrespectful lies. If you don't lie, tell a good lie. I hate terrible lies. You're not even trying to make it seem like you fucking with niggas. You just saying stupid shit. Right. I used to dog and Tupac in my room in college. It was in college in 86, so how the fuck would you listen to Pac and Snoop? Yeah. Come, those are 90s rappers. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? They was kids. They was kids in 86. I was I wasn't even born in 86. I was born three years later in 89. Like, what are you talking about? You was not listening to them because they was not fucking like shut up, man. Like I said, y'all, y'all wanna vote. Y'all wanna vote for a liar, a motherfucker who didn't claim her blackness till five months ago. A fucking fed, a fucking and truth be told, one 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 that nigga on Epstein Island too. Yep, I want I want to say he was. Well, I mean the the big thing recently is the fact that I mean we got all these clips of him touching on little girls, which looks mad suspicious. But we got pedophilia, huh? Creepy fucking Joe. Yeah, creepy Joe. And then we got the 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 Hunter Biden his son laptop. They got underage girls, paraphernalia, and text messages and whatnot with them. When they doing meth or some shit. Yeah. These fucking crackheads. That's why he don't remember shit. His fucking brain fried. Right. At least Trump his shit together. Like, he a liar too, but he keep it. Biden be up to just saying shit. I be like, what is this nigga talking about? Are you high, nigga? Like, what? I'll never forget when a nigga said we gonna beat Joe Biden. I said, this nigga should not be in the office. He not fit. He not, he not even, he not there. Right. Like, he not, I said, how you make Trump look good? Nigga, you look stupid up there, nigga. <laughs> you look dumb as hell. Um, last week, Ice Cube came out and uh, said he was working with the uh, Republicans on, uh, and, and, and the Trump administration on the Trump plan. What was your reaction to the reaction to Ice Cube and, and how people reacted to him. I'm gonna say this, Ice Cube ain't do nothing wrong. And Ice Cube has always been like that. If you know Ice Cube history, he always been, I'm not gonna say revolutionary because I don't, he went on our front lines, but he spoke. That's the nigga who wrote Fuck the Police. Right. Like, like, it, it, meeting with somebody is not siding with them. That's what these niggas don't understand. They got mad at Kanye for the same shit. Now Kanye was bullshitting with the hat. But sitting down with somebody is not being a fucking friend. That's business, bro. Like, he trying to go there to tell to tell this mother, how can you get something done if you don't 
niggas in charge. If you don't meet with the bosses, how can you get shit done? Mm. 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 Can send him an email. Like, no, nigga, if you're a personable person, you gotta go sit with niggas, man. You gotta go sit like they like, oh, he's a Republican. And I'm like, ice cube. Republican and ice cube don't even sound right. We used to walk around with the nation of Islam. What are you talking about? Right. Now, what are you talking about? This nigga, is, Ice Cube is the perfect example of a nigga that's a centrist. Uh. He don't give a fuck about nothing. He said, what are you going to do for black people? Which is what I was saying. If Trump say, if Trump say some shit that I like, I'm like, hey, I fuck with that. These niggas aren't even voting for Biden. They voting against Trump. That's it. I said, nigga, he went and he went to sit with him and see what's up, bro. He didn't say... Oh, I want to fuck with Trump. He's vote Trump. I ain't see Ice Cube say nothing like that. No. He had a fucking plan called Contractor Black People. Republicans changed it to the Platinum Plan, which is a corny ass name. But I was listening to the terms of it. I said, sound like a black nigga to me. Yeah. Sound like a nigga. Like that nigga asked for a formal apology from the government. He said, apologize to black people. That was like term number seven. I was like, oh, yeah, I fuck with this. <laughs> he, right. was just, he was just saying shit a regular nigga was saying. I'm like, how did y'all get that he was a Trump supporter out of that? Yeah. Trump is the sitting president. You have to meet with him if you want anything in the government done. He's the chief of fucking, he's the chief of command. Like, what, what the mm-hmm. fuck else? Yeah. And the funny thing is, Ice Cube said he brought the plan to the Democrats and they told him after election. Yeah, that's the fucked up part. I said he bought to both of them. The Republicans just picked it up for to make a shit show with black people. That's all they know. Everybody fighting over black people right now. Yeah. Fighting over black men. That's what they really fighting over. Right. That's correct. That's a deeper conversation. They because they they they've been if you notice all the blue checks doing this black man, they scared Trump when they reelected and like it's gonna be black men fault. And I said, really? <laughs> y'all doing it again. Y'all did this shit last time. <laughs> y'all did this shit with Trump and y'all doing it again. Even though it was like, what, you 13% that fuck with So 87% of us not fucking with him? Like, why you why you talking about the 13% that dude? It's probably the square niggas of the time. Like, like, nobody cares. Like, like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. But, Anyway, he may he say this to both of them. I said it's actually telling that the Democrats didn't pick it up. They basically said, I don't give a fuck about what black people want. Mm. The Democrats telling y'all, and y'all mad he met with the Republicans. <laughs> Read between the fucking lines. If he offered it to both and only the Republicans picked it up, that means Democrats said, get this shit out of here. Mm. But y'all want to vote that party. Suck my dick. <laughs> Democrats. Obviously, y'all not fucking with us. Yeah. Y'all not fucking with us. And then I see niggas mad niggas voting for Kanye. I was like, hey, maybe Kanye says some shit they liked. Right. I will always encourage you to vote for the nigga who says some shit you like. Don't vote. Don't vote against a nigga. Vote for a motherfucker. Right. You got a dead vote. What are you voting for? They, they talking about, oh, it's the lesser of two evils. So what you say is you somebody handed you a, a bowl of shit and a bowl of piss and said drink the piss because it'll go down easier. That's what you're saying, right? That's what you're saying. 
talking about the lesser of two evils. Evil is evil, nigga. What are you talking about? I'm not drinking piss and I'm not eating shit. Ugh. Fuck this fucking, fuck this election. It's stupid. It don't make, make sense. That's all, I, that's all I'm saying. Makes sense. That's why I hate liberals. All they do is bitch and cry and act like black people is pussy. I said, that's why white people acting like the fucking way they do because y'all acting like bitches. I'm acting like bitches, bro. They got the murder same way in their ancestors. Yeah, because y'all some bitches. All y'all do is bitch. I said, I don't like liberals because they pussy. I don't like conservatives because they detach from reality. Oh. They don't think everybody else exists. It's like, oh, we're going to do this. And middle class or nothing. Like, that's how they think. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't know, man. These motherfuckers retarded, bro. I had a dude reach out to me from Yahoo News today. And uh, he reached out to me because he wanted to understand um, black men and their support for Trump. And I'm like, all the stories you could be writing over there for black people, and you worry about Hotep Jesus and how <laughs> I feel about fucking Trump. Because we the strongest links. <laughs> they need to hear us. <laughs> I should just take it as a compliment. I be telling bitches, bitch, you know, you're a patriot. You're, you're, you support patriarchy. I'm like, yeah. Yep. I am. Yeah, patriarchy's nuts, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, "You're the white man. You're, you're y'all the white people. Black people." I'm like, "Yep." I said, "The reason you feel like that is because you think white people are above black people. Because you wouldn't say that if you if you didn't believe otherwise. Hmm. Why would you say we the white people are black people? Because you put white people on the pedestal. That's why I don't. Hmm. You think white people are better than black people because you said." Oh, you think y'all, you basically saying we're better than you because we think we white, which is some dumb ass shit to say. But I was like, so what you saying is you think white people are above black people. Right. You sound crazy. Yeah. I lost white people. I said, y'all don't want, y'all not pro-black. Y'all, y'all want white acceptance. Mm. I was watching a show called Dear White People. All that show was about is some white, is some black people mad at white people won't fuck them. Yeah. That's what y'all just want white acceptance. I don't give a fuck about what white people think about me. I never cared. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't set the tone for nothing. Y'all niggas dress like us, try to look like us, want to be cool like us, talk like us. The fuck I'm gonna look like you ain't you ain't superior. You ain't the superior race, nigga. I can stand out in the sun for two hours and not die. Your ass will be burnt. I'm superior, nigga. I, I'm a, we the sun people. Nigga, you will never do, you will never, you like, your, your, your shit, your whole, your, your exterior not even built for the type of shit that I can do. So how are you the superior race? You will never be the superior race. I don't give a fuck what these books then told you, nigga. Oh, <laughs> uh, Brody McFarlane fought out Super Chat, DW499 Super Chat. He said, I always saw a correlation with hip-hop music and black culture. Do you see a connection between drill rap and the current violence in Chicago? Uh, yeah. That's a that's a good question. Um, yeah. Uh, niggas, niggas inspired by it. I always thought of them as little niggas, to be honest, because I'm older than a lot of them niggas. Um, me actually being... I think I might be the most successful local nigga of all time. I've been a local successful nigga for 10 years. 
I'm the most popular local nigga. Niggas know me everywhere, but I just ain't famous. I always say that. I said I think I'm the most like I'm the I'm the greatest local rapper of all time. Nigga, like everybody know me. Like, but yeah, uh, niggas saw that they ran with the Chirac shit. I never called it that. That's bullshit. I call it the go or Chicago. That's that's what I call it. I don't call it Chirac. Like that feeds into the bullshit because actually. CNN came up with that name. Oh. They, they think black people came up with that. That was CNN trying to be funny. We didn't call it that. Niggas picked that up. It was a. It, it was in 2010, 2011. They called it Chirac. I said, "What the fuck is Chirac, nigga?" And everybody ran. But it's so fucking catchy, though. Like I yeah. think I said it one time in a song because it was so fucking catchy. I said, "That's how they get us. Catchy little bullshit, like." I don't call it that. It's, it's Chicago, nigga, or the go. Like, niggas my age call it the go. Okay. Or the city. Say the city or the go. I never called it Chirac. And not in not in speaking terms, but in a song I did before. But yes, motherfuckers, they like motherfuckers like to they they harp on the Chirac shit. And uh, it is a dangerous city, I ain't gonna lie, but all oh, niggas ain't like that. It's like they, they make it seem like walking down the street, every black person gonna kill you. It's like, no, my nigga, it's just certain areas, be careful, nigga. Yeah. Pick your head up. Don't be looking at your phone in fucking Woodlawn <laughs> <laughs> or, or fucking or, or South Shore or fucking like certain cities. Don't be looking at your phone. Watch where you at, nigga. Yeah. We'll rob you. And if you. If you motherfucking resist, you will be shot. Uh. <laughs> like niggas is, niggas is, and it's not even niggas my age. It's niggas 16, 17. Niggas, right. niggas don't care. Cause I, 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 I used to not understand it, but then I understood it. I said, well, I had a gun at 13. So how can I judge them when I'm doing the same shit? At a younger age, I was 13. I had no business with a fucking Glock at 13. How the fuck I even know how to shoot a Glock at 13? I shouldn't have been able to hold a Glock at 13. But I had one because motherfuckers out here on some bullshit. You shouldn't have to go up that fast. But yeah, drill music definitely fucks shit up. It, the, the influence is bad. The, the music is good, but the influence is fucked. It's, it's probably the worst version of any music because the niggas don't be lying. They're not lying. When they say they killed 20 niggas, they not lying. That's why it's fucked up. And these niggas die and go to jail every time. Every fucking time. I think Chicago might have the most successful rate of niggas who have talked shit and died. Niggas will die. Because niggas used to say my name on a song. I remember a nigga said my name on a song. That nigga dead. I didn't do it, but the nigga dead. And that's how Chicago is. Like, nigga, nigga, you say somebody, nigga, who is somebody, and you will die. That's why a lot of niggas who play with Chief Keeping them is dead right now. Because it don't even be they niggas. It be a fan or something. Like, nigga, you was talking shit about Chief Keith or Cooley. Or like, I have fans like that. Motherfucker might shoot you for saying, <laughs> I've had fans be like, I don't even like to call them fans supporters. I had supporters say shit like Cooley, I killed this nigga. I said, man, listen, that street shit is bullshit. It's, bu- it's bullshit. Street shit is bullshit, if you want to be real. I ain't got nothing from it but shot and went to jail. Street shit don't matter. 
only what the only way street shit matters in jail when you got your reputation. Niggas that fuck with me in prison because I had a reputation. That's it. It don't get you nothing. There ain't, no, ain't no trophies for it. Like it's bullshit. If you can stay off the street, stay, stay out. Nigga. Go play basketball. I'd rather you be that stereotype than a fucking statistic, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Jack a ball on a windmill, nigga. Go, go for your shit. Fuck this rap shit. Fuck that street shit. Like, yeah. Shit. You know what I don't like is, and I like you brought that point up. White liberals gave it that name, Chirac, right? But yeah. to segue into my, my real point, they glorify Al Capone. And all right. them, all oh the white, all the white gangs in Chicago, you know, back in the day. But yeah, as soon as it's a black nigga in a gang, it's so bad. Yeah, they don't like to talk about that shit, though. They don't want to talk about how they was running around the Chicago mob and shit. Al Capone is from fucking Chicago. This is the nigga. This is where the fucking the Tommy gun. Anybody who into guns, I'm a gun nerd too, of course. You know, you know what a Tommy gun is. If you've seen Hall of Nights or anything like that, you know what a Tommy gun is. It's a it got the round shit in the front. It got a stock and it, it everybody know what a Tommy gun is if you've seen Tommy Gun. That gun is literally nicknamed the Chicago typewriter. If you Google this shit, Al Capone made it famous. Al Capone made the Tommy gun famous. And all the and these motherfuckers, why are they glorified? They get documentaries and shit. Oh, Al Capone ran through Chicago in the twenties bootlegging because he was a bootlegger. Yeah, he really wasn't shit. He was a punk ass white boy killing millions. He was a bootlegger. You know, you know, motherfuckers prohibition all that shit, and he just started killing motherfuckers. Crazy white people syndrome. Just it's school shooter syndrome. It's crazy white motherfuckers. Smoking motherfucker. You didn't kill more people than anybody in Chicago. Ugh. Why that nigga is, is is held up on a pedestal, but Larry Hoover is a fucking, he's a fucking uh, the devil. Right. When, when our gangs were started to protect our shit. But he was just out there doing shit because he wanted to sell some liquor and it was illegal. Shut like shut the fuck up, man. And and you niggas that rap, if you watching this and you rap, stop idolizing these motherfucking Colombian cartels and these motherfucking Italian mobs. They do not like niggas. They be calling us all kind of moolies and niggers and all this. They don't fuck with us. I used to sell dope. I bought a fucking, I used to buy keys from fucking Colombian. And they racist as hell. I had to get a fucking interpreter and realize they was talking shit about me. They was talking shit about me. They were saying shit like, how this nigga get this much money and shit. They don't even believe when a nigga balling. That's how low we is to niggas. I made national, a lot of people don't know this, but if you Google this name, Barry Bays, I was on national news in 2012. I was part of one of the biggest, I'm not gonna say what we was. How you spell Bays? B-A-Y-S. I was part of one of the biggest fucking, like, drug busts of all time. But I only got three years. Because I shut the fuck up, and I did. I didn't snitch. I didn't tell nobody, and I did three years in one of the biggest drug busts in American history. It's 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 it's, it's not one of the biggest. It's like top thirty. I'm gonna say that. But I was on the news, and a lot of niggas be like, "This is why I can't leave the country and shit." <laughs> but look at that Barry Bass. I know Hotel gonna look it up and see what I'm talking about. I'm trying to and find they, it now. 
I got Barry and then B A Y. Yes. A S. I might have. Let me, let me, let me text it to you. Because <laughs> the shit funny. This shit is actually. I want to find this because I want to make sure because this is going to be on Spotify. This going to be on Apple, and I want to make sure when people look this up, they they find it. I'm gonna tell you, the city is so funny. What we got called it. <laughs> <laughs> We, I was on nasty news because people. I remember it was a pussy nigga said something to me earlier talking about why squares elaborating on Chicago. I said, nigga, I'm not a square nigga. I was on national news, nigga. Like I, I'm, I was, I was one of them niggas. Like what are you talking about, right? Right. So we got caught in an obscure ass city, but they tracked us from Las Vegas. <laughs> oh wow. We spent we spent so much money, and they, I remember it was a porn star named Lisa Ann, right? Okay. I didn't know she was a porn star, but she shined the spot. She was hosting a party and she made the people shine a spotlight on me. So we, I had through like $50,000. This is at the height of my selling dope. Okay. Hey, am I going home with you? I said, hell yeah. And everybody was like, do you know who that is? I said, no. They was like, that's, that's Lisa Ann. I said, who the fuck is Lisa Ann, nigga? They was like, she's a porn star. I was like, nigga, I don't watch white porn. I don't know who that is. I don't know who the fuck she was. Lisa Ann? You went with Lisa Ann? It was Lisa Ann, bro. She uh, was the one that took me home. And I was like, I don't know who she is. I found out who she was in the club, nigga. I had to Google her. I said, I'd never seen her before, bro. I didn't know. But she was thinking, man, I said, who's this white bitch looking like this? Like, I was like, damn, yeah. Like, I didn't know who the fuck she was. But that's how much money we had. Like, motherfucking four I was like, I'm taking She got on the mic. I was like, I'm taking him home tonight. I said, who the fuck is that? I was like, I was like I'm down. Shit, I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We, I remember the shit was crazy because we threw so much money, they assigned the security. I never saw that in a strip club before. I had threw 50000 and we had through so much money. A nigga in a fucking full suit with a fucking turtleneck gonna follow me to the bathroom and stood behind me. I said, who the f-? I was like, why are you standing behind me? He said, I've been assigned security because I know you're not, not from around here. And you threw, they basically told us we threw the most money in the club I've ever seen. It was a club in Las Vegas called the Sapphire. Okay. We threw so much money, they had signed us security, like these FBI looking at me. Mm. But that's why I be telling square ass all the time. I'm like, nigga, I don't think you know who you talking to. Cause I'm a legendary nigga out here. <laughs> I'm one of them niggas. Like I, I, ne- I, I never get it when people come up my bitch. I see you, but the internet is dangerous because you literally don't know who you're talking to. Right. You don't know who you're talking to. Yeah. And I, I get, I, I noticed that from the way niggas talk to me. I be like, this nigga has no idea. I will peel his whole shit back. <laughs> hey, I'd be like, I just say some funny shit like, man, get your goofy ass out of here. Like, it'd be so funny because, like, it'd be a pussy nigga. I'd be like, you niggas pussy, bro. Stop playing. <laughs> and they got no idea who they talking to. No idea, bro. Oh, man. Shout out to um, Brody. Brody, you out there in, um, you out there in Vegas, man. You know about Sapphire, yo? Sapphire. <laughs> bro, the club was weird, too, bro. <laughs> it was crazy shit in there. I said, what the fuck they got going on? Kai, Kai said he loved Lisa Ann. I ain't gonna lie. When I watched porn, I loved Lisa Ann. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna sit up here and try to stunt. I was like, who the fuck is Lisa Ann? Because the white boy that was with us told us. It's the white boy I told us to Google. Yeah. 
He the one said, Cooley, you know who that is? I said, nigga, don't touch me. What the fuck? I said, who is that? I thought it was a random bitch. I thought it was like like a like an Instagram bitch or some shit. I was like, oh, I, she got a fat ass and big titties. I was like, who is that bitch? Yeah. I think she is. I was like, nigga, that's, she was like, that's Lisa Ann. I said, who the fuck is that? I don't know who that is. And he showed me. I said, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I said, well, I don't watch white porn, so I don't fucking know. I never saw her before that night. But then I Googled her. I said, oh, shit. I said, hold up. <laughs> I said, oh, shit. I said, I might have to. But you know what fuck that shit? I went to the hotel. We stayed at the MGM. I went home and fucking fell asleep. <laughs> so I, I dug Lisa Ann off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo! Oh my God, he fell asleep. Well, so much. That was the reason I had through so much money because I was so drunk. And I was like, "What the?" F-? I woke up the next morning. I literally did not remember what I did. I remember just talking to Lisa Ann and then waking up. That's all I remember. I don't remember shit. Was she there in the morning or she had left? No, I guess she came to the room and motherfuckers was like, "Coolie sleep," and they were, they said. They tried to wake me up too. I said I must have been dead. That was, I think that was being in Vegas, probably the drunkest I ever been because you could walk around with liquor and shit out there. Yeah, yeah, you can be outside drinking. They allow public drinking on the strip and shit. So I'm walking around. I never experienced no shit like this. So right. I'm, I'm walking around with a Hennessy bottle drinking. Like usually I have to wait until I get to the crib to drink. But in Vegas, they was like you can walk around and drink out here. I said oh real shit. I was like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> I got me some Hennessy. I drank like three. I back in the day, bro. I was so wild. I could drink a fifth of Hennessy and not feel nothing. Yeah, yeah. Not, not even be buzzed, nigga. I had like three of them bitches that night, nigga. I was tweaking. I was in this bitch tweaking. Bro. <laughs> I was like, bro, I fell asleep on one of the goats, bro. I never forget myself. After I found out who she was, I said, oh, I'm a, I'm a goofy, bro. <laughs> Whoa! I didn't nobody. Y'all didn't. I said y'all must not show me up hard enough, nigga. Because I would have woke up for that, nigga. Yeah, right. Oh man. I mean, you know, not only is she legendary, like you know, it's clout tokens for for you know the Instagram pic got a lot of clout value. You know, just to have her in bed with you, like nigga, what? (laughs) If you had a pic in bed with Lisa Ann, oh shit. I that whole shit, bro. I, I always think about that shit, bro. I be like, damn, bro. Oh, my God. That is wild. All right. Um, we rounding home. I want to make sure we close out and talk about your music. You got two albums. Um, You know, I take trips sometimes with the lady to go see the parents. And, and one time we, um, we, we, you know, I said, put on Cooley Bravo, right? <laughs> and she was like, who is that? I'm like, just type in Cooley Bravo. She was the like, Famous local rapper of all time. That's my title. I'm taking it home. <laughs> I told her how to spell it. She typed it in. And the first album, correct me if I'm wrong, was that the ladies one or was that the second one? Uh, 20 Minutes in Chicago was the first one. That, that was my comeback, actually. I was actually, uh, I was signed. The reason I'm in Atlanta is because I was signed to Jeezy in 09. Ben Shell never did nothing. I was just a writer. I ended up being a writer. So my second deal was with Sony. Okay. For seven thousand, I took that because I needed it, of course. Right. But it took me to get out that contract because I didn't get shelved on them. I just wasn't feeling it, man. I, I wasn't feeling it. 
So on my my the third time I was offered a deal from Interscope and I didn't want to sign. I said, you know what? This is 17. Six, is it 16 or 17? 16. 2016. I was 27 years old. And I said, I'm gonna go back to what niggas like about me. I started just went back to my battle rap days and dug in my bag and did my punchline shit because that's where niggas know me from. I was a punchline rapper. I used to be a battle rapper. It's funny because ain't you from New York? I'm from Jersey, but it's right across the border. So I'm familiar okay. with the culture. I dropped out of high school to go battle on Smack in New York. Okay. I didn't I didn't make it, but I beat 40 niggas in a row. That's back in the day when you had the battle to get on Smack. Right. I, this is DVD was, days. Well, this is DVD days. And I, I beat 40 niggas in one summer. 40. Mind you, I'm from Chicago. They're like, who the fuck is this little nigga? I'm what? I dropped out in 06, so I'm 17. I dropped out of high school to go to New York. And I was staying on 128th in Harlem, and I was just battle every fucking body. And I actually got like this bit famous in New York. I was like a tiny bit, but you know, Murder Moot Man and all them niggas out there. Yeah. So I, I wasn't fucking with them, but I was in the conversation for a little bit. And it was like, I just, I just like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to making songs. So 08, I dropped a mixtape called The Red Print. Okay. Under, I was 19. That's what made me popular in Chicago. Mm. And then I stopped and I didn't make music again until fucking 2015. Mm. I took a long break. It's actually weird that motherfuckers still fuck with me after that long because a lot of niggas can't even pay you to listen to their shit. But motherfuckers came back, nigga, that shit did 30,000 plays the first day. I said, damn. I said, niggas fuck with me like that. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes in Chicago, and that was a warm up when I was like 27. And then the next one was called 45. A lot of niggas 45. think it was a they think it was a tribute to Trump. But 45 was me saying I'm I'm Jordan coming back. Like I'm 45. Like if you know when Jordan came, if you were 90s baby, you know Jordan came back with the morning number 45. That's what 45 means. It wasn't about Trump. Right. If you listen to the first song, I'm telling you, like I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. The, all, the first track to the first two EPs is called Back. It's Back Part 1, Back Part 2. Mm-hmm. And Back Part 3 is on the next shit. Mm. Because I, per- I perfected my sound on 4-5. I said, that's what niggas need to hit. Yes. And you and can I'm- hear that. You can hear the difference between 20 Minutes in Chicago. Like, 20 Minutes in Chicago was different. It was like, you could tell you were younger, right? Because you were being silly about a lot of the lines and playful. The sound quality wasn't the same. I still enjoyed it. When 45 yeah. came on, I was like, oh, yeah, oh. I, was in my that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk my shit to you. Because I, I, I realized I have a genre of rap. I, and it's funny. People always say I be, I be on a timeline saying shit like I'm a superhero and I've been in everything, but I be trolling. But I really invented a style of rapping. I, I call it shock. It's called shock trap. I say shit you're not supposed to say. Yes. And I say it's so fine. Like when I be telling people, like, like when I say I was selling dope at my baby mama baby show, that's a lie. But I was selling dope. But I, you're not supposed to say shit. Or when I said I keep, I keep pistols in duty diaper bag, like shit like that. Like yeah. I'm saying shit you're not supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like when I went at the nigga Popson, 
I, I told the nigga, like, that's why he didn't like me. A lot of people don't know he didn't like me because I embarrass him. It's hard to go against me because I like to embarrass niggas. Yeah. So when I asked the nigga, I said, you've been a piece of paper for 10 years. The nigga lost it. <laughs> I changed the whole reputation just by, <laughs> I changed that nigga whole reputation. <laughs> that nigga didn't like me. <laughs> I said, you don't like me because I'm funny. <laughs> I said, you can't troll me, bro. I'm a fucking troll too, nigga. I'm just a street nigga on the side. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and, and, yeah. you know, um, not to cut you off, but yeah. one of my dreams was to have enough money to sit down and speak to you and Popson at the same time. Because you and Popson were like two of my favorite accounts. Because you were very similar. Y'all was like black trolls. But y'all wasn't falling for this black liberal bullshit. Y'all was calling it how y'all seen it. And when I saw yeah. y'all have beat, I was so heartbroken. It was it, it was funny because we thought the same, but on it was on the same wavelength, but it wasn't the same shit. Right. He tweeted more for like, he would say shit that white people would laugh at. And right. I was full of opposite say shit that black people would laugh at. And when we met, I just happened to win and he got mad. I said, nigga, you a piece of paper. Shut up. And everybody laughed. He was like, okay, this is my, this nigga, my arch enemy. I said that in 2012. The nigga hated me until he died. I said, bro, I was just being like you, nigga. You the one started it, nigga. <laughs> Why you was mad at me, bro? <laughs> like, you was talking shit about me this, just like I was. And you crazy shit about it. I, I did the math on his shit. I buried him another time. I did the math on his shit. He mentioned me 10 times to one. Every 10 times he would talk to me, I counted his tweet. Every tweet, every 10 times he said, Cooley, I would say his name once and it'll destroy his whole shit. I said, I think your problem with me is the influence uh-huh. <laughs> because I only have to say one thing to wipe out all the shit you just said. <laughs> I was thinking with Mario ass the other night over that shit. That's his book, brother. That was his boy. It was, yeah. That's him on the timeline. I yeah. said, man, stop like the thing that separates me from niggas, I'm funny, but I'm also a street nigga. When you start saying other shit that don't mean nothing, I'm gonna fuck you up. So yeah. that's how, that's how you take your L with me. Like we can be funny on the time or all day, but don't say no gangster shit. Like pull up because there I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I really I really appreciate both of y'all just for the fact that y'all would stand up to the black liberals, and it was like. I felt like it was just the Hoteps versus them. And I'm like, wait, we got Cooley. We got Pop Sun. All right, we not alone in this shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, because niggas, niggas, you know what's crazy? Niggas always call me Hotep. Lip. I said, I'm really not because they call you Hotep as an insult. Right. Hotep, I Google what Hotep means. I said, it's not an insult. Right. But you say it to me as if it's a bad thing. So even if I was, I wouldn't care. But I'm not a hotel. I agree, but like 90% of the shit they say because it's rooted in the realness. Yeah. Y'all stats and shit. And it is I watched a bitch go on Breakfast Club and say black men are number two killer of black women and murder not even top 10 deaths for black women. Right. So I be doing shit like that. Like, what is you talking about? I said you're more likely to die from diabetes than being killed by a black man. So what are you talking about? Right. Natural cause is the is the number one leading death of black women. Like, what are you talking about? You're more likely, I tell people all the time, you're more likely to die in a car accident than a fucking black man. Right. 
the white media just told y'all some bullshit and y'all was like, oh, I'ma say this then. Yeah. Bitch, I said, black men are number two killing a black woman. No, we not, bitch. Accidents is. <laughs> All right, what are you talking about? Like, you could have, that didn't even sound right. Like, even if you didn't know shit, that didn't sound right. I said murder, I said homicide is not even a top 10 killer of most Americans, I don't think. Right. I think it's like 12 shit. Yeah, it's like heart disease. Um, yeah, heart disease. Diabetes, high blood pressure. This is for black people. Top three is high high blood pressure, diabetes, um, cancer, uh, high cholesterol. It's basically a Big Mac and chick and fried chicken. And then it's like accidents. It's like I think they pulled us some shit between like nineteen and twenty-four. I say, yeah, because you singled out a certain group. That's why. I said that's why that is high right there. I said, but Black women don't die at the hands of black men most of the time. Right. And the crazy shit about it, people so pessimistic. I said, do you realize it's more people that's not committing crimes than people that are. Right. Why nobody ever talk about that? They like they like it's a, like when all trans motherfuckers are getting killed. They say it's a it's an epidemic of trans people getting killed. I say, how many people got killed? They just said 29. <laughs> 29. 29, my nigga. <laughs> It's a weekend in Chicago. I mean, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Again, feminists, if you listen to feminists, they have some of the same arguing point as fucking white supremacists. Uh. They'd be like, black men kill black women at a high rate. I say, all races kill each other the most. <clears throat> I say, it's not, I say, is it black on black crime or not? Because when white people come at y'all, they say, oh, it's just crime. Is it not still just crime because a black man killed a black woman? I say, you know why black men always, black women be died that has a black man? Because you around them the most. Right. Every race kills each other the most. Right. So it's still just crime. You just trying to make it a gender fucking thing. Because I said, the only reason why black men kill black women more than black women kill black men is because y'all are not stronger than us. A lot of <laughs> you with their bare hands. So that, that puts y'all at a disadvantage. The average woman can't choke me out. Right. That's all that is. It's, it's not a, it's not a, oh, motherfuckers ain't killing you because you a black woman. Right. Well, they killed you over some shit y'all was into it about. It might've been some bullshit, but it wasn't because you was a black woman. So I said, why do y'all change that argument when it's time to deconstruct the patriarchy? Yeah. The patriarchy, my nigga, look at all leaders. <laughs> Left foot bitch ass, her ass married to a white girl in fucking Chicago. Look at fucking Stacey Abrams in Atlanta. Look at look at all these motherfuckers. Who Stacey Abrams married to? I don't even know who she married to, but uh, I'm just saying patriarchy. It's not a patriarchy. Right, right. It's women in charge. Right. A whole like look at Kamala. Ain't no black man involved in this shit. It's a fucking uh, uh, black woman who was in American Ford. All this shit is matriarchy. Like it's not, it's not a patriarchy, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what's yeah. funny about the domestic violence stat is, um, domestic violence is higher amongst same-sex uh, couples than it is yeah. heterosexual couples. Lesbian. I think lesbians lead the league in fucking ass whoopers. <laughs> it's gay people. Y'all whoop ass on each other the most. Like, what are you talking about? They were talking about, oh, black men. They kill us all the time. I said, motherfucker, look at look at lesbian fucking 
bisexual status. They be LGBT community beating each other ass. LGBT stand for let's get busy tonight when they ass motherfucking get together because I say y'all whooping the ass on the heterosexual community. That's why I don't know why gay people be into it. And that's why I hate intersectionality. They think it, it's, it's fucking gay white dudes telling me they understand my struggle because they gay. I say you like a dick don't make you identify with me being a black man. My nigga. Like, don't, don't bring me none of that shit. Get the fuck out of here. I don't, I don't fuck with none of that intersectionality shit. Don't get your ass over here. Bring your ass. If you're black, bring your ass. Why well, I hate when black gay people do that shit. Talking about, oh, we got to deal with being black and gay. I said, when the police shoot you, it ain't because you like dick, nigga. They don't even know you. Matter of fact, the crazy thing about gay people, a lot of, we don't know you gay unless you say it sometimes. Right. They called me homophobic one day. I said, bro, I didn't even know you was gay till just now. Uh. I was talking shit to you because you talking shit to me and you a man, so I talked my shit back. I didn't know you like dick, nigga. That's your, your shit. I don't give a fuck. I said, but the ass whooping gonna be the same because you a man. I said, I didn't even know you like men. Like, you, that's some shit. That, and that's the difference between being, that's why intersectionality is stupid. Motherfucker don't know you gay. I can walk up on you and tell you black. I can't tell you gay when I walk up on you. Right. right. That's the most important thing. When you walk up on me, first thing you say, look at that dark-skinned nigga with the muscles. Look at that black man. You don't say, look at that straight man over there. Right. You don't know shit about me. All you know you see a black man in a fucking bulls jersey with a chain on. You don't know shit but that. You don't know nothing. <laughs> like, and I'd be like, Oh, I, I gotta fight being black and being gay. Nigga, well, you know why they probably treat you like shit? It's probably because you black, nigga. The gay shit might be a part of it, but nigga, you black. If you black, get your ass over here behind us. Come on. Bring right. your dumb ass. Bring your stupid ass over here. You can have all your gay shit, tuck it in your back pocket, but let's get this black shit off first, nigga. Let's get that off first. Yeah. They, I- they want to be all oh, black and gay. Let's get the black shit going. Let's get that going first. Yeah. When we get done with that, yes, dude, you can be gay. I don't give a fuck. People call me homophobic. I said, bro, I don't, I don't give a fuck about who you like, nigga. <laughs> like, I got a gay cousin, which is why I brought that up. I got two gay cousins. You would never be able to tell they gay unless they said it. They, they flamboyant niggas. They dress like they, they be walking around in bulls jerseys like me. You don't know they like niggas. They have to tell you that. It just be the sassy flamboyant niggas with dresses on. Oh y'all hate y'all hate gay people. Yes, gay people that act like you. Yeah. <laughs> Not gay people as a unit, but you, yeah, fuck you. You fucking fruit. I don't care. Oh, um, oh, but that just means you a dumb motherfucker. I don't fuck with you. I don't have to, and I don't when you crazy shit about it, I don't have to fuck with you. Black people are the only people that don't get a choice. I don't gotta fuck with you. Mm. I really don't. Yeah, I always say if you make them put respect on your blackness, you won't have to make them put respect on your gayness. Thank you. If they respect our people, all your other shit come along with it. That's like me saying I want people to respect black people and felons. Felons, we don't have no goddamn rights to do nothing in the government. But do you see me up here talking about let's get this going? For the felons, everybody's fe- no because if I just say felons, that it gets to include other motherfuckers. White people have felonies. 
Motherfucking Mexican people got felonies. Chinese people got felonies. No. Black, nigga. Black. That's why this intersectionality shit is done. Because when you say, let's include gay. Now you got white people who not fucking oppressed saying they identify with me. No, you don't. You being gay do not put you on the same level as me as being black. And intersectionality shit is dumb because of that. Stop trying to include every fucking body. What Dr. Umar say, the delusion of inclusion, that's why we can't do shit. Y'all dilute our fucking movement because y'all include every fucking body. Everybody else be like, Mexicans do our shit and whites and like, but like, then the subgroup shit is stupid, bro. So what, you gay nigga? Do you see me out here, straight men for Trump and shit? No, nigga, black. <laughs> Fuck what you like to do in the bedroom. You black, nigga. Get your dumb ass over here. Fuck the gay <laughs> shit. Not, like, you can be gay, but fuck that. That's stupid. Yeah. Oh, I'm gay and shut the fuck up. Fuck the and. Fuck that. <laughs> Black, you black, right? Come over here, nigga. Get your ass over here and do your shit. Yeah, you know? I got your back. Right, I got you. Right. We, we gonna protect all our black people. I don't care what you like. All black people, like, I, don't, like, I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> like, if you black, like, they be trying to make subgroups. I be like, bro, <sighs> <laughs> it's like man, black Bulls fans from Hawaii. <laughs> nigga, no, that's stupid. Why are you... What the fuck is that? That's stupid, bro. Like, that don't make no fucking sense. Like, you tweaking it. Like, stop it, bro. Everybody be tweaking with the intersection of this shit. Real I'm glad. I'm glad we got a chance to touch on that because I almost forgot to include that in the talk. Um, Educate me. What is Yayer Versity? It was a Yayer Versity? Yayer University? Yayer University, oh. right? University is my label. And basically, my 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 well, everybody seen the Coolie Bravo logo. If you see me in my hoodie and shit, but yeah, University, that's my that's my label. It's, it's I'm branded. I brand my shit after a school because I teach people shit. Mm. I teach people that you ain't gotta be famous for one. I teach people you ain't gotta be famous to make money off your music. The streaming game changed all of that. You can make you can make bands a month and be a nobody. Anybody got. You ain't got to, especially with the corona shit, you niggas ain't getting no shows if you ain't popping. Right. I'm not even getting shows, and I'm one of them niggas. So I teach niggas how to get their royalties. Another thing, niggas, you niggas got to learn royalties. <clears throat> Stop uploading this shit on SoundCloud for free because that's cool if you want to just be heard because back in the day, I was like, I just wanted to be heard. But when you get your shit going... Stop uploading your shit to these third-party shits. Get you a website, too. And I'm talking shit being a hypocrite right now because I got to put my website back up. But you can sell music directly from your fucking site, bro. You don't have to be a third-party nigga. Now, what niggas need to do, you need to be registered with BMI and ASCAP. Right. That's how you get your royalties. Right. And the distribution company. That's all you need. You don't need no fucking record label. Stop trying to get signed. That shit is dead. It's not the 90s no more. It's not the 2000s. You don't need to be signed to make bread, my nigga. And I tell niggas, yeah, university is basically is come here so I can teach you. Mm. <laughs> Let me teach you. I don't sign niggas. I teach them. Mm. Nobody has a contract with me because you don't need to be bound to me. You need to be your own boss. Never sign to a motherfucker if you already popping too. 
Do not ever do that. If you get a million plays on Spotify, what the fuck you looking for a record deal for? You already did the work. You did it. Right. You made it. Stop paying. Stop giving niggas twenty percent to motherfucking be on their shit to be associated with them. I don't care about no niggas association. Fuck you. I'd rather get a hundred. I'd rather get a hundred percent of ten thousand dollars than motherfucking one percent of fucking what fifteen thousand dollars. Like, yeah, you hustling backwards. Don't stop. Stop. Stop panning. Like anybody that wanna learn royalties, holler at me, bro. Mm. Y'all, y'all, Coolie Bravo, Italian Fiesta on fucking, I teach niggas, you will never sign to me. Now, I do got niggas I want to work with, but I don't, I don't sign people to me. You can run with a nigga, but I never sign niggas. So when you get, even if a nigga blow up later down the line, you can, you can always just say he was my mentor. Yeah, I, I'll never tie you down, bro. Get your money. Right. I will show you shit, but never sign to a nigga, bro. And like, um... Other than that, let me think of what else. What's the what's Yayer? What's Yayer mean? That's actually came from an ad lib. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was just some drugs. I said Yayer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you t- and it turned into a brand. And the bitches caught on to it. And it's just bitches. You say Yayer, they just say. I'm like the fuck. <laughs> caught on. I was like, okay, I guess. I named, and then I named my label. I said Yayer University. Right. It was some it's shit funny as hell though. That's dope. So it's super organic. Yeah, it, it just, it just, I, it's actually funny motherfuckers fuck with me because I've been, I've been bullshit. <laughs> you always oh, say like, that. I mean, what an album. I'm like, I got y'all. I do got two albums. So I, I definitely gonna drop some before the shit over. My shit polished now. Okay. Yeah, you can so tell. I, On 45, you can tell a clear difference between 20 Minutes and, um, and Chicago. Oh yeah, that, that was my favorite album. That was my favorite album. Yeah. I like that. 45, yeah. the quality, the sound quality was there. Your flow was there. The delivery, the 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 branding, the style. It seemed like it it, it was nothing like I ever heard before. Back, <laughs> you said what? It sounded like I was back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the first album I made outside of Chicago, too. That's what That was crazy. I said, damn, I, I I, I was a feeling myself. I was like, damn, I smoked that shit. That was the first time I was like, damn, I, I was in there fucking niggas up on that shit. You know, my engineer was like, damn, this nigga here is Because a lot of niggas think I'm a drill rapper because I'm from Chicago. I was like, no, I made drills. I'm not a drill rapper. Like, if you listen to me, nigga, I, I'm talking my shit. I got bars, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said staying true to yourself is the key to music. It is. Because everybody, you know, sounds like somebody else. And when I listen to you, it's like, I couldn't say, yo, Cooley remind me of such and such. It didn't remind me of nobody. It was just like, I'm in Cooley Bravo's world right now. You know what I mean? That's my goal, to bring motherfuckers into my shit. I said, nigga, listen to what I'm about to say to your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, nigga, sell some dope, nigga. You fill out the application, they're going to be like, nope, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I be talking, nigga. I said, I be, I be saying shit, nigga. I be saying shit without saying nothing. Like, I, you know, and my, I get that shit. From Pusha T, that's one of my biggest influences. Pusha T say a lot of he say shit without saying a lot. Yes. And that uh, when people finally get my bars, they be like, oh, they be like, oh shit, I did like some double entendre. Yeah, when I said like certain shit, like I say, like when I said, what you know about Draco vibrations making your hand numb? 
You uh, actually had to have held a Draco to feel that. Like, uh, <laughs> like certain shit you have to, it's just certain shit that take you there. So that's how I rap. I just rap like, I say shit that's wild, but understand it. Are, are we, are we going to see a rap career for Duty? Duty, man. I don't know, man. Duty kind of a square, man. <laughs> Duty is like the square version to me. It's, it's, it's always disappointing, but I'm happy too. Right. It's not a street nigga in him. He ain't got a street nigga bone in his body. He, he like to play soccer and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love y'all relationship though, man. Like, you know, you be posting the videos, your dad and the son out there, you blocking shot. <laughs> Said it. Ain't nothing easy. Huh? People, have to hear it. I, people be like, why you never let him beat you, cool? Like, I ain't never gonna beat me. To get them skills. I said, how he gonna be good if I, if I baby him? And that's that liberal mentality. No, nigga, you never beat me. Get your jumper up. I'm gonna block your shit every time. <laughs> I'm gonna send you shit because the, the world gonna treat you like that too, nigga. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna send you out into the world with the fucking, I can do it. And man, I said, nah, nigga, I'm a, I'm a realist. That's the only label I put on myself. I'm a realist. I'm gonna be like, you can do anything you want. But at the same time, it's gonna be some shit you can't do. Right. But if I got you though, that's my mentality. I got you though. Right. You the best you can fucking be, but don't be disappointed when shit don't go how it's supposed to go, bro. Because right. there's some shit out there for you that I ain't gonna be able to protect you from sometimes, but not like 90% of the time, I got you though. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's so real, man. You know, it got this whole participation trophy back in my day because my dad's from jamaica so i play soccer back in my day you got a first place trophy and a second place trophy if your team ain't win you wasn't getting no trophy nowadays right. you play wreck everybody get a trophy you got oh, parents they gave duty a fucking uh, a gold fucking necklace and he didn't do shit the whole season i never <laughs> did it i said why y'all give him a fucking medal that's a gold medal a fucking real gold medal for is just like participation. I said, the fuck is this? I said, he didn't do shit. The whole season, he didn't score a goal. He didn't block a shot. He didn't do nothing. Why are you giving him this? He said, oh, it's just to up the kid's self-esteem. And I said, you know what? That's your fucking problem. Bully these goddamn kids. Because my coaches talk to me crazy. You know, and you know why? That's why I got two defensive player of the district fucking plaques sitting there because... He was telling me, nigga, you ain't doing shit. Do something, nigga. Do something. Right. Come on, nigga. Get a real trophy, nigga. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not giving no fucking participation shit. Shit yeah. weird, bro. Shit is weird. And this is why I'm about to sign to LeBron. Fuck LeBron. <laughs> Fuck that, nigga. You know what? Let me, do, let me not even do that. LeBron is the fifth greatest player of all time. The fifth. Except Live with the heat, not better than Jordan, Kareem, Hakeem, or Kobe. And I will debate your ass on the timeline about that too, because that's my second favorite shit to debate about is fucking sports. And nigga will never touch Jordan, and it's a million reasons why. The gap between Jordan and LeBron is literally another Hall of Fame career. Look at the shit, man. Three more fucking, three more fucking defensive first teams tied for first all time with Kobe, KG, fucking uh and GP. 
the uh, he got the most scoring titles of all time. <laughs> the nigga got the highest PR of all time for all you advanced stat nerds. I like to look at shit like that, which literally mean he's statistically the most rawest nigga to ever touch a court. I don't know how we even have this conversation at this point, but if you want to keep going, most what's that high- stat? What's that stat you said? Highest PER. What's that mean? Like when you how your influence when you're on the court? Efficiency rate. It's your efficiency. Mm. So all the rebounds and assists and shit that LeBron get, it still didn't put his PER higher than Jordan. Mm. Jordan did what he did at a good clip for a long time. You niggas need to shut up to y'all some more new niggas I like to talk to later on in life. But y'all, y'all will get it later on. Just start sucking dick and start trying to disrespect Jordan, man. Like it, it's okay. Most of the top 50 players of all time are from the 90s. Guess who was whooping their ass? Jordan. So what does that tell you? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's no, it's no, it's no way around it, bro. I grew up on Jordan, man. It was nothing like watching Jordan, man. Play, man. We was in, like, we used to gather on the TV like it was the fucking Charlie Brown Christmas special every time they played. <laughs> the shit was an event. They, niggas had popcorn watching Jordan. Yeah. Don't do that shit no more. We just be like, oh, the game's on. <laughs> right, right, right. Don't do that shit no more. When Jordan came on TV, nigga, you sit your ass down, nigga. It's time to watch Jordan. I ain't even changed on commercials, nigga. That's how raw Jordan was. We ain't even changed the channel. I watched all the commercials, nigga. I ain't want to miss a Jordan jumper, a Jordan late night, nothing. Like, this nigga is the most... Bro, the nigga, the nigga last name is synonymous with shoes. It's the greatest shoe of all fucking time. Back. He got 13 pairs of fire shoes, bro. Come on, man. Where do we remember shoes Jordan had on certain games? The, his, his fucking shoes is named after moments. The flu games. The fucking, the fuck, like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> shoes is named after shit he did. It's like the flu game fucking 12, bro. Like, like, are you niggas serious, bro? Like, come on, bro. Where do you, where do you rank Allen Officer, though? AI is a tough one. That's my dude. Like, I really got him up there somewhere. I would say top 20, but I wouldn't know where to place him. Because, you know what? And Vince Carter? It's a lot of niggas. Like, the names you naming right now, I think they was more iconic than, like, but no, no. I was at a game. Let me tell you the story. I was at a game. It was... Uh, Vince Carter, I think he was playing for the Raptors at the time. And I'm from Jersey, so we was at a Nets game. And wow. Stephon Marbury at the time. And I was cussed. I got a loud mouth. You could hear me throughout the entire stadium. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I called Stephon Marbury a bum. Never forget this. And he gave me the middle finger. Um, That's right. And um, <laughs> yeah, it sounded right, right? right? Um, actually, no, that was the game that Penny Hardaway won. No. This was Vince. I forget who Vince played. I forget. But I was gassing Vince. I was like, Vince, stop passing to these bums. Yo, take the game over. And it's the one where you hit that three-pointer at the end of the game from half line against the Nets. It, it, it's one of Vince's most memorable games, but I was at that game. I was gassing the shit out of him. The playoff game? Nah, it was, I think it was regular season. It was a regular season game. I don't remember. But but I was gassing him and he took the game over and I'm like, yo, Vince, half man, half amazing. Like, I got Vince up there too, man. That that shit amazing in person. It make you look at the game different. (laughs) Right. It do. When you see it in person, yeah. Them niggas way faster than look on TV too. Right. Them niggas, bro, them niggas, bro, the niggas so fast. I be like, they moving this fucking fast. I be like, why I look so slow on TV then? 
I see them motherfuckers run. They, they, they take like three steps of me across court. I'm like, God damn. I said, this nigga's fast as shit, bro. Real talk. I got AI. AI, I got up there high. I don't know where all time. I think in his era, I got him top two. Right under his, Jordan. It's because it's AI is AI is iconic. Yeah. And he's one of the only players who's iconic and changed the game. A lot of players didn't change the game. Right. But LeBron is like top five, but he didn't change the game. We've seen point fours before. Scotty Pippen was a point four. Larry Bird was a point four, but he, he didn't change the game. But his career, his career is so raw. Like you gotta be like, yeah, he put him in there. Jordan is both too. He was raw and he was iconic. Like it's, it, he, I still think he the fucking goat of all time. And that nigga's shoes is the greatest shoes of all time. Like everybody, like Jay, I don't know nobody who don't like Jordan. Yeah. Like, if you, you ain't got a pair of mics. He was never a cool nigga. So, <laughs> oh. oh. you got this one in your life or jersey or something. Like, nigga, you got Jordan jersey on, you already won. <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, it was the Jordan jersey, the, the Chicago Bulls starter jacket. If you ain't had one of them, you wasn't doing nothing. Yeah, I, I definitely had the starter on them motherfucker. <laughs> I definitely had the starter bull, bro. That motherfucker was so clean in the 90s, bro. But they started jacket like these new niggas don't know nothing about that bull started jacket. Niggas will rob you for them fucking starter jacket. Niggas will take that bitch up off you. They be like, come about that. Jordan mics and fucking starter jackets in the nineties. Oh my god, I, I, I low key didn't even want them bitches. I was like, nah, I'm cool. I don't want them days or no fucking starter. Motherfucker took my starter jacket when I was like ten. I said, like, god damn. damn. I said, who who can fit that nigga? <laughs> Like, nigga, you took, just took that shit from a fucking preteen. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, niggas was wrong with Chicago. Like, niggas was bogus as hell, bro. <laughs> All over the city. Oh, man. Cooley, I had a fucking fantastic time. I knew I would, which is why I invited you on. I was like, yo, this is, you know, like I said, you know, talking to you was like one of my dreams come true. Like, I just want to sit down. I like, I like meeting cool people, man. I like talking to real niggas, man. And and chopping it up. So having you here was a pleasure, man. Thank you for coming on, bro. Yeah, bro, appreciate it, bro. Anytime you need me back, come back so I can talk my shit. <laughs> Yo, anytime, man. You know, my platform is open to you. You know what I mean? You got my support. You got Hotep Nation support. So anytime you need something, just holler, man. I'm here. Yeah. Word up. Peace out, man. All right, bro. All is well, bro. Bless. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the homie Coley fucking Bravo. Oh man, how much real shit did that nigga say, man? It, oh man. Um it, right from the start, classic, classic bars, quotable after quotable. But you know, for the people that think they understand the black community, I don't understand the black community. If you're not hearing voices like that, it's voices like that that Jack had limited, that Twitter had limited. It's voices like that that these black liberals don't want you to hear, you know, and and that's what the streets are saying. That's what, that's that's how the streets really feel about, you know, a lot of these subjects and topics and politics, man. There's a lot of street dudes out here that feel just like that, you know. So if you're not talking to dudes like that, that's going to keep it 100 real. You don't really know the black community. And that's the black men that black liberals are scared of. People like Cooley Bravo. That's who they are. 
Alfredo. Sadie, 499 Super Chat. Peace and thank you. Thank you, Sadie. Appreciate you. Um, but that's who, that's who they're afraid of. That's who they don't want to have representation, representation in the media, representation in politics. They only want to show you the negative side of gentlemen like that. And we all have our negative sides. I got my own, my own shortcomings, but they only want to show you that side of black men, but they don't want you to hear them, them real raw opinion. I'm Hotep Jesus. This was another sharp conversation for Hotep Jesus. Please like and subscribe on the YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please go ahead and uh, hit the subscribe, leave a review. Um, I'll be back next week. Let me take a look at my schedule. I got a great lineup next week. I think I'm bringing Brock Pierce. He's one of the uh, presidential candidates. Uh, I'm trying to line him up potentially for um, Monday. I'll be speaking with him. I got Wordsmith, another rapper I'll be bringing on at some point. Uh, on the 30th, I got Cabo Kamene. That's next Friday. We'll be speaking to him um, probably uh, 9 p.m. He's a night owl. Um, so I'll be speaking to him. He's got a presentation on solar energy, which is going to be absolutely phenomenal, amazing. He's a, a former instructor uh, in grade school uh, in uh, New York City. And then on the 6th, we'll be talking to uh, Eliza Blue about uh, human trafficking. And then um, I'll be booking my schedule up, man. So, you know, I got more announcements, more sharp conversations coming. Um, and I appreciate everybody for the support. Appreciate uh, my moderator, Sketch, Rada, um, um, Ken. Appreciate y'all. Hotep Dutch. Thank you for holding me down. 